Hello and welcome to Elite Cadre, the Hordes and War Machine podcast that doesn't take it too seriously. If I see, because you didn't interrupt me, I just flubbed it. That's what it is. Stay to introduce Ben. Who's he? I'm not introducing anything now. That's it. Other than myself, I'm Mike. There we go. You can introduce yourself. It's been a couple of months, and we're just not doing it properly. No, no. Going to the dogs. I'm Alex. Hello. Hello. Do I need to introduce myself? If you could do that, because sorry, who are you? I don't know. I can't lost my bit of paper this time. Don't you know who he is? I've lost my bit. Yeah, exactly. Who are you, Kurt? Somebody text me. I can't remember. Kurt, who are you? I don't know. I'm Kurt. How's that? All right. There we go. Totally good. And as as we very subtly alluded. Been joined by a special guest. Not very special. No, not no very special. I, I think we can promote him above special guest to permanentish host. Hang on. on. Permanentish host. trial period. Try, yeah. On probation. Yeah, at any point in the first three months, we can say, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. I think oh, the food in the corner. I think and then the Benj will the hunt us down with a, with a knife, you know. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been known for my hunting with knife skills, but. Uh, I think you need to brush up on that then. Okay, you then. do look. Benj, I do have to say, you do look the, the, like the sort of person who has a small cabinet of knives at home. <sighs> I'm more of a small cabinet of guns. That may be more or less disturbing, depending do on the you shoot, are. Do they shoot foam? No, no, they, oh. they they shoot BBs. Oh, those kind, okay. Yeah, one of those. those kind. One of those. You one babies. Of those. They shoot babies. <laughs> they shoot babies. She's babies. <laughs> Mind blown. I'm just giving up at this point already. That's it. We're, we're, we're done. I just, you know, finish it there, folks. <laughs> finish it there. Should we talk about some news, Mike? I thought you agreed we weren't going to do that. Do we have to? We'll do I some mean, news. Yeah. We'll do some news. There's been some things. Yeah, the, the, there definitely have been some things. Some models have been sculpted there on the PP website. Um, if you wish to look at them, they are there. Yeah, there's a few a few like doodads as well. There's uh, the new templates for the factions. Has anyone seen those? I have. Yeah. yeah. Anyone excited about those? Not really. No. I, I think... Um, for anyone new joining the game, they're going to be very useful, but for the rest of us, we already probably have about two or three template sets. Usually one piece of each will be broken. And usually it's a <laughs> template. That's unnervingly accurate. Yeah. How yeah. many people have their original Mark II spray template with both of the bits at the end still on. No. Um, right, so that's 25% of this podcast. I've got I've got my uh, the little widget <laughs> that came with the Mark II set. That's not yeah. right. Well, do you, do you know what that little hole was for? Uh, the Reach template kind of fits in there. Yes, you can raise the left spray template. It's, one, it's a cracky now. Idea. Fortunately, it's not the best execution because now most people's spray templates are like nine and a half inches long. Yes, um, which is a shame. But the the new ones don't have that on there though, so that's a uh, that's kind of a good thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's outstanding. Yeah. It's outstanding. Fine, um, fine level of journalism, sir. I, I think they, the, the PP have really seen the burgeoning industry in tokens, templates, widgets, goodness of what else, and gone. They're very we want some of that money as well. I think the only area they're missing is the cake cutters. Yeah. One thing I would say about the new uh, new templates is that they are very boldly coloured. They are not really, from the look of the pictures, very see-through, which might, uh, might cause some issues. I mean, it, the, it maintains the mystery, Alex. It maintains the mystery. If it's all secret, <laughs> it just gives everything away. Yeah, yeah, uh, I guess so. I guess so. Um, but yeah, so uh, they're interesting. I think it's, it's definitely worth another 10 minutes talking about them. Yeah, right. I, I would say that the one thing about the... Um, the PP templates that kind of annoys me that is in the set I have. The set I have has separate three, four, and five inch blast templates. So you can just put those over the table and go, yep, okay, 
that's definitely under. Rather than, is it under the line? Is it, I, I can't quite know. It's if I re-angle it this way, you've missed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, it's yeah. a bit more to. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. You can get yeah. the um, the rings, though, can't you? They do produce rings as well. Then. Uh, these aren't rings. These are separate, proper, full blast templates with a, a hole and the deviation oh, okay. direction. Where are they from? Uh, <laughs> uh, they were from Templars Forge, which I believe is uh, now very bankrupt. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that was... Um, they were part of Mails. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I picked up a load of their stuff, a load of their templates in the closing down sale. Yeah, so I've got yeah. about like, nine spray templates, all of different lengths. And nice, it's, actually, nice. it's actually quite handy as well to have a six-inch spray template just to go, yeah. yep, there you go. That's yeah, it is. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, um, on the, on the same subject of gaming accessories, the uh, Battlefield Accessory Forward Benches, uh, official Privateer Press terrain pieces that they've released, that they themselves have released. I know obviously they had the uh, Battlefield in a Box things many moons ago that were, were excellently playable pieces. Oh, those! That, that was a big that, that was licensed from yeah, PP. Yeah, no, that's what, that's what I said. I said they were official, but they weren't released by PP. They were uh, yeah. Gale Force 9, weren't they, I think? Yeah, they were, yeah. 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 But the uh, yeah trenches they look like quite a low profile piece of terrain which I think is is what a lot of people want for trenches. You don't want anything that's got big massive walls that you can put stuff on. Um, I, I would say if it does bring trenches more into the game, that might be interesting because they are not a a largely seen piece of terrain in the game. No, no unless uh, it's theme force. Yeah, unless they're in your theme force. Yeah. But um, but the, the, whole... the well the. That, that Privateer released and they've got uh, corner sections as well so if you buy a few sets then you can probably get quite a good thematic looking board as well as opposed to just the sort of standard steamroller this is a you know because you do see some tables at tournaments and they're literally a, a four inch piece of trench in the nowhere which is maybe not the most thematic of uh, terrain um, I, I, I would say that there are very many occasions where War Machine is not the most thematic of games <laughs> on the tabletop it's a game that's intended to playing, first of all, and oh then if you want to make it look pretty on top, then that's always an optional extra, but... Oh, no, you've, you've dashed, you've dashed the my realisation of my hopes and dreams of War Machine. I weep for the hobbyists. Hey, the, the, there are people who've got very nice, impressive-looking tables that you will never be able to finish a game on because all your models will just fall over. Um, <laughs> I quite like my troll huts. So well, troll huts are fine because nothing has to stand in them or on no, them. True. So people are more interested in the two 2D terrain scene then. The competitive players, I would have said that, yeah. I, I, yeah I think, I mean, I'm not sure if it's entirely 2D terrain that I'm interested in, but it's playable terrain, and that's that's the, the biggest thing for me. It's like, if you've yeah, got a wall, yeah. make it a wall. Don't put the weird slopey base on it that goes out for three quarters oh. of an inch that means you can't put any models near it. It's a wall. It needs to be playable. I think it needs to look look nice, but also be playable. And Start with the base, the size, the template, and then build up from there, don't you yeah. say? Yeah. That's it. And I think we can it, we can it, kind it of talk about possible. it. It's perfectly possible to have a lovely looking table that isn't two D and is very plain. Yeah. And we can we can talk about that a little bit more when we talk about uh, Smogcon in a little while. Yeah. Because the terrain they had this year was was excellent. We'll talk about it in a bit more detail. But yes, look at the trenches. If that gets them on the table more. Great. Uh, I would Great. be happy to see more of a variety of terrain. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Would we like to say anything about any of the recent model releases? Quite. I prefer the new Sculpted Rock. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. Oh, the more game fitting. for the, the bigger, badder kind of... Yeah, I never yeah. liked the other one, so this is a different improvement. So, you see, this this poses, poses the question as well, what what else are they going to start re-sculpting? Obviously, we've seen the Avatar, the Thunderhead, Rock, um, Behemoth, Proteus, um, Behemoth used to come, Death Jack. Avatar's been done already. Has it? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's still, still got the stumpy sword. Oh, it's yeah. still got the stumpy sword. It's not... 
It's not as stumpy. No, but it's still pretty stumpy. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. not the equivalent size of the conversion that most people do, which is I pick have up got one that of the um, is it one of the expansion kits? Yeah, it's a um, Resnix Jack. I can't remember what it's called. It's Jack. You need the sort of that. It's amazing. Oh, um, yeah, I've got that. Yeah, I've done that. I think I it, it, the, the the new Avatar though is is a massive step up on the old one. It is a, a much busy presence on the. On board, which is what it should have been originally. with a lot of these resculpts, you're seeing the difference in technology, yeah. uh, you know, ten years. Yeah. Well, yeah. eight ten years brought you for most yeah. of these models. Plus, you're also How seeing... How old are we? A, Fuck. A, a lot of us got in, you know, Starter Mark II, Tail End Mark One. Yeah. Well, some... No. Anyway. Mm. Okay, so a lot of players. Um, <laughs> a lot of so, current so players. So they will have... They will some have of us got in shortly after Escalation, to be honest. But, you know, yes. Not. Um, some of us got in the day the Battle Box is released, but, you know... Oh, uh, so you keep saying, you can't evidence it. Moving on. <laughs> so many people will not have seen those moulds... Um, at their best, shall we say, because quite a lot of the metal moulds that made up the old character jacks have noticeably degraded. Um, I don't know if anyone's seen any of the uh, the castings that have been coming out recently. No. Uh... Um, there are there have been a few models that have come out with very large pits in them, with mould slippage, where it, it's just oh, not all the other head shot. Um, and that's just a marker of an old mould. So what PP are doing is going back to stuff that clearly they've sold quite a lot of, or the moulders prematurely degenerated, and they're re-sculpting them. Yeah. Digitally. Yeah, 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 it's not a digital now. Um, um, I'm quite surprised by the Proteus re-sculpt, however. That, yeah. that one caught me off guard. Like, that's not a very old beast. But oh, does, that mean, does that mean... Does that mean but does that mean, though, they're doing away with upgrade kits? Are we going to see a Black Ivan? Are we going to see a Gallant full you know, yeah. model? Because Proteus was originally right. just a bolt-on, wasn't it? But yeah. it wasn't a very yeah. good one, and it fell over. Yeah. Rock was a... Yeah. It, very often it leaned not. on the tentacles at the front if it was yeah. seen on the table at all. Rock was the same. Yeah, it's going to help us in an add-on kit. Sorry? Rock mm. was, yeah. Rock was, yeah. Um, yeah it was not very good Stuff like Getterix as well. Um, yeah, though Getterix worked a bit better than others, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but interesting is the new model releases uh, the bloke for Overseer Mobius. Um, and uh, again, uh, SmogCon, um, they were sort of saying about the whole resource schedule and how kind of. You know, things don't always necessarily go to plan. And uh, they sort of said that Mobius, the guy who sculpted it, um, came to some of the con a few years ago, sort of five, six years ago, and basically said, look, I've sculpted this, use it at some point. Um, and they developed rules for him, and, you know, they, they sort of had him on a back burner. Um, and then basically a gap came up in the release schedule, and they sort well, we're ready to go. Let's let's drop him in. And it was it wasn't something they they didn't sort of say right. So we need to get this. Or, you know, we need to. Yeah, it, it just kind of came to them through time, which was, was quite nice. And this is interesting to see how uh, the process works sometimes. I've never actually seen him on the tabletop there. Well, never seen him. He was only released at Smokon. No, no, I meant I meant the old Proteus. Never seen. Oh, him. Proteus. Oh, no, yeah, no, Mobius. Mobius. Oh, sorry. I was talking about Proteus again. Because, I mean, has specific any... rules. Has this got is this a specific character bloat thrall? Yes. Yeah. It's a character bloat thrall that's got the uh, veteran leader. Um, if your other bloats can see it, they get plus two to range attack rolls and continuous corrosion on their weapons. And um, it also works for Cephalex as well. Yes, he does. Uh, as long as you're not in a theme force. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what, what, what else is on his rules off the top of my head. Uh, but essentially, he's a pretty good bloatthrall on his own. Uh, and he makes sure the bloatthrall is better. And to be honest, having three five-inch templates that are Rat 6, auto-corrosion, how 12? Yeah, it's not bad. That's basically... See that unit of... Um, Nis, Kayazi, whatever. Yeah, just take those off the table. <laughs> so he's got 
Death Blast when this model is disabled plays a large area on it. Yeah. Uh, Bloat Throw gains continuous effect, uh, continuous corrosion on the Sludge Cannons, which is the elite cadre benefit for Bloat Throw. Uh, battle Plan Rush Forward. Oh, uh, bloat yes. throw gains assault and scutter target bloat throw gains reposition allowing it to move slightly basically reform for a solo hmm. yeah it's interesting yeah so he's, he's very new so I don't think he's been really seen that much I think the, the issue with Proteus though coming back to the Legion Warbeast Proteus bench um, <laughs> let's just make that uh, clear the Legion Warbeast Proteus yeah, yeah, I, I thought he was he's, still on him. I, I think he's he's slightly expensive for what he does. I think points wise, he's he's too high. I think it's the consensus from Legion players. Mm. Wasn't it also doesn't really add anything new? Yeah, yeah, I think that's part of it as well. It, it, it's one of those cases of well, I've got a Carnivian or I've got a Sivian. Why is this? Yeah, unique yeah. selling point. It, it is the problem that with Legion you've got. Uh, you know, the Scythian at one end and the Ravagor at the other. It's like, well, I've, I've got one of the best melee beasts and I've got one of the best range beasts. Oh, well. It's like uh, Menoth with the Reckoner. Like, yep, yeah. this will do the job. Why would yeah. I pay more? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, sculpt of uh, Epic Denegra as well. She looks a lot better. She does. I mean, the previous sculpt kind of looks makes it look like she's just going to a Halloween freshman party. Yeah, but again, I think that is, is again a sign of the, the times that was that was sculpted, probably it was sculpted a good time, if not maybe more years ago, because, you know, it's in the book that was released eight, nine years ago. Yeah. And it yeah. is a, a sign of, of, of the, the, the era and, you know, the advancements that were made in sculpting and casting and everything else. Yeah, I mean, the artwork in that book as well is also pretty... Shocking. What in the uh, Yeah, that back, so you take that back. Now. Yeah, oh, I don't agree with that. Come on, Siege looks ridiculous. Siege looks like he's playing like a guitar. And to be fair, we have gone uh, undergone something of an Siege art wasn't change. Hang on, can, I just, can we just back up and say we need some kind of provisional period for comments like that? <laughs> Apotheosis, the artwork in it is amazing. Only for Striker 2, I reckon that was pretty good. And Krios. Uh, Krios, think, no, I, I Krios 2 doesn't look that great, in my opinion. The models are Was this the book with Epic Krios in? Yeah. 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 Benj, you're wrong. Oh. <laughs> because right. I, don't, I don't think Siege was in that Epic Krios artwork, I thought was fantastic. And then I the looked at the model and went, oh. Because you look at Epic Krios and he just looks titanic. He does. These, these tiny figures just assembling Especially. armor on top of yeah. him. And he looks like he should be this behemoth of a man. Yeah. And a large base. Go, Is that oh. it? <laughs> I do I like on some pennies or something to make it look taller. It doesn't help. I do like the Bastion conversions that people do of Krios too. Yeah. They they do. Pretty. They're awesome. But mm. you're still wrong. He needs to be on a medium oh, base. He does need to be on a medium base. I would I would say there has been a very strong change in the the art style of War Machine yes. since that book. Um, they've kind of settled more on was it Andrea Adurzo? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Main artwork provider. Mm-hmm. Nesta Ossiandan or whatever his name is as well. Yes. It's a, more recently as well. Um, but yes, the new the new Raytwitch Negra. Very nice. I think it, it, they are they are consciously aware that some of their sculpts are showing their age, and they yeah. I think it's good that they are are re-releasing them. You know, there's there's you know I think in every single faction there's probably stuff that we'd love to see re-sculpted. Um, you know, so you we could Sugar Prime Grizel. Yeah, I mean she's been re-sculpted. I know. I can't I can't remember who though. What? I can't remember by whom. The reskull was done. Yeah. By, yeah. By, who was it? Was it Russ? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Which is good. He's good. Yeah, it's lovely. Um, yeah. So there are there are lots of models that I think we could we would all love to see resculpted. Um, I, I think personally they'll probably get through them all eventually um, on a rolling sort of scale. You know, you'll see them coming and going, and you know, I think everything will eventually be resculpted. It'll be a long while before I see one of my 
pet hate models be re-sculpted, but there we go. Which one's that? Uh, the Nomad. Okay. I can't stand the plastic chassis for the Nomad. Yeah, and, and I mean... I was just say it has been re-sculpted. What? Yeah, it has. The metal one was far better. Yeah, I've got metal ones. I'm happy with those. Yeah, and the plastic one's a bit... Nah. Well, don't use them. Use metal ones. The problem is I want a Rover, and... Oh, I see. Yeah, I'm going to have to convert a Nomad into a Rover. And I can see those being re-sculpted into hard plastics at some point, being re-mastered into hard plastics, should I say. Maybe not completely re-sculpted, but... Uh, yeah. Because uh, I think they were digital sculpts as well, so in theory, if, if they sort of remaster and retweak them... Well, every, could... everything's moving away from that soft plastic that... Um... There's been uh, a few grumblings about some of the hard plastic, and I was a bit disappointed in a few aspects of the Grolar um, that I got at SmallCon. Um, the head didn't seem very defined, and there were a few other parts as well. Um, so when you actually, unfortunately, had an accident with the primer, and well, while cleaning it out, it just it lost completely like all sort of definition, because I don't think there was um, that much definition in it in the first place. And there's, I've seen on Reddit, there's a few people that have had a few issues as well with the Reliant kit. On the whole, most people are being positive. Oh, so there, are, just, there are people on Reddit who are having did issues you, with their head. Did you get any of the Kador jacks uh, when they first moved into soft plastic. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, my Kodiak is not very good. Were, were the problems with Grola as big as the collar on the soft plastic Kador jacks? No, not. Although now my Grola has got a juggernaut head. It's sad because <laughs> I had to green stuff it into place because it's tiny in comparison to the Grola. <laughs> <sighs> annoying, but never mind. But yes, uh, the soft plastic, I'm glad to see the back of that. But... Uh, for reference, for anyone who doesn't know, um, over part of the uh, upper collar housing whatever of a Kador Jack, there was a mould line that ran directly through <laughs> one of the bolts that were supposed to be holding it on. So you basically had to get out a craft knife and almost re-sculpt the detail back in. Yeah. It was horrendous. Um, now, I will say that since then, they, they have taken a lot of cues and did take on feedback and rework stuff. Uh, for instance, the circle heavies, they actually hid all the mould lines along veins in the arms. Yeah. It was really cool. That's really good. It kind of made them stand out. Like, I don't actually want to take off the flash there. It just makes everything look a bit more muscular. Yeah. I say that a lot in life. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, so, I think that pretty much wraps up the news. There's been lots of news um, to take a look at the uh, PP website, the homepage, lots of information. You're, you're just ending this because you're we're dangerously close to turning into grumpy old men. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm moving moving it along. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. So, should we uh, should we talk about smart content? Why not? Uh, because obviously it's, it's you and Benj that are going to be the driving force behind that one. Uh, I'm going to have a nap now. I'm saying we're driving force behind smart content, but uh, with the, the driving force behind the discussion. This yes. segment about smart content. Yes, because uh, Kurt couldn't make it and I yeah. was somewhat incapacitated. Your leg um, nearly fell off. You were drunk all weekend. <laughs> No, is that what you meant? No, not quite. Almost. Oh, sorry. I spent the entire weekend wishing my leg had fallen off. Yes. But that's yeah. a story for another time. Body had decided to reject itself. Yes. Do you want to, do you want, do you want to talk about uh, some comment? Either of you? Both of you? Neither of you? Well, we both covered different sort of bits of it, so it's whoever wants to go first, really. Well, volunteer bench. Okay, <laughs> I guess I'm going first. Well, I covered the casual area, which... Um, it's the so iron no arena. You've got no commitment, have you? It's just casual. What? No commitment at all. No commitment. It was completely casual. Uh, what was great, though, just before we get into it, was that everybody was loaded onto the software before we actually... So we didn't have to do any of the registration. Which if, was, if I knew who did that, I would I would thank him heartily for doing I, that. Oh, God. It's, who was it now? It was either Dave... <laughs> What's his face? It, it, it was Mike. It was Mike. Was it Mike? Was it Mike? Uh, actually, no, 
I, I campaigned for that feature to be included. Yes. Um, however, it was, uh, I believe, Rich Wall. You know, Rich Wall? Oh, yeah. Who yeah, actually Rich. got it set well, up. Um, Rich Wood. Yes, he would. Um, I, have, I have actually fed back to... Um, Plazoid, who's the guy who does the um, the software, based on some of the stuff that's uh, happened at SmogCon and in the setup this year, and um, he's implementing a few more features. Like, for instance, in future, it will support Norwegian, Swedish, uh, and Polish names. Yeah, we have. If you have an umlaut or uh, an O with a line through it, it just throws up on you. Yeah. Uh, and God forbid there was that one Polish guy whose name in the register started with a question mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a fantastic year for it. Uh, there was a lot of the atmosphere in uh, the various different rooms that we actually had open uh, for um, for casual play. It, it was really good. There were people. Just, just before you go any further, Ben, what what kind of sort of scale of casual play area are we talking about this year? We to- we're talking about where we were last year, and then across the actual. Uh, well, do you want to give people some kind of idea of scale of that as well? Okay, I, it, right. Okay, to remember how many by tables. T- how many tables? It was uh, four, four, ta- uh, four tables across, and then five or six um, vertical. So, um, how many tables? Well, vertical, yeah. excellent. Um, double, each other. double stacking war machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, the scale was was large. There were um, I, don't, I can't remember. Descriptive powers know no bounds. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, when we were there last year, you could have played a couple of good-sized tournaments in the main casual play area. The main like. casual play area last year, I believe, was 64 tables, because then they broke off a whole load to do um, to Steam to do hardcore Steamroller in one side of it, but I think there were 64 in there from the start. It was something like that. Something the problem, like that. the problem with this year was that we didn't have them in the same setup as we as we did in the previous year. So the central channel aisle was right in the dead dead middle of the room. Um, and yeah, so there were four there were four tables on each row, and then a gap for the next in the middle, basically. So um, we had enough in there. There were probably uh, it felt like double of last year for sort of space in that main room, and then we had um, where there was a, a steamroller co- uh, competition or uh, was it spell draft that was happening across. Uh, the way in the new wing that they opened up for us, uh, there were two more flights in there basically, that, and they had another. Uh, they had, how, I don't know how many tables were in that room because I wasn't in that one. Do you remember, so, Alex? Saying up there? I, I don't know exactly how many tables. So to give an idea, the road, um, which is the main area in the area, uh, is 252 square meters of floor space. Um, there is the new bridge being used as a further 170 square meters of space. And then you had a room that was called the Connaught Suite that was a further 154 square meters that was split between some smaller competitions and the the Iron Arena. Um, on top of that, the the large room, the Commonwealth Suite, that was 502 square meters. Um, was used. Some of the tables in there were also used for Iron Arena. It was it was tough at times. I think it was on the Friday night that when one of the rooms was shut, the Commonwealth room was shut. Um, people were, were were being turned away to play Iron Arena games because there wasn't space for them on any tables. So yeah, we we tried to accommodate. I don't know how long we were open into the evening because I didn't work. Any of the ridiculous evening shifts, I think. Did I guess you fell asleep last year? Yeah, that's true. Uh, Kevin Bryant ran the midnight shift and he looked. Oh, we're really sorry for anybody who had to deal with that. He, he looked very, very. 
dead. No, I agree. I just don't. It's just, we can only apologise on behalf of anyone involved. But he wasn't alone. I think um, is it, uh, was it Richard Smith who kept him company yeah. for most of the night. Oh, yeah. Stopped him from going insane. Yeah, Richard was yeah. going. I, I don't know exactly how many tables were were being used, but um, lots of lots of casual tables, lots of casual tables, lots of casual games. Going on. Um, it's quite a telling sign was that that I don't think any single tournament was actually full over the weekend, um, which is is a good sign that you know. Well, I say it's a good sign, a bad sign, but it's a sign that the UK players, you know, becoming more aware of, of what these conventions kind of can be, you know, in respect to casual play. You know, it's not all about playing in competitions. You can play in, to- in tournaments or you can play on sort of an arena game and you sell some points you sell some it's, it's amazing you turned into John Webb there for a second did <laughs> the, uh, the prize support ran out um, which was which was a fantastic fear. Ran out though on was it Saturday, late Saturday afternoon. Oh, wow! Uh, it was, um, I thought it was Sunday morning by the tweets I got. There was still a most of the substantial stuff. It was mainly just dice from the, we love the dice. But all the all the good stuff. We we had we had came and pinned their wares. Um, we had a few. Uh, um, sort of case bags there and some uh, messenger bags. We had then some emergency price support came along as well to bolster that, and I can't remember exactly where that came from, but that was in a raffle format. So people put 40 skulls down. They got uh, they got a chance of getting a paintbrush or Lilith three. You know that was the variation, but they they had quite a lot of chance. I think there was a uh, one of the higher value items on there as well was a uh, a meat grinder, the Pharaoh. Yeah, and uh, a lot of hardback Sorry? army books as well, there, which was which was cool. Yeah. Um, so there was plenty. It's hard to get those now, generally. Yeah, which people didn't realise until you started pointing that out, and then pointing out that the, the PP people could sign them as well, um, kind of uh, increased people's sort of interest in that. Um, but it was good to see in player registration and game registration. It was really good to see a lot of new faces from areas in of this country and not just you know obviously it had a strong international presence as well. But a lot of that was in the sort of comp rooms. But there were a lot of new faces from different areas across our fair lands, which was really good actually. It really breathed some life into uh, sort of that what you think of the meta is now basically the national meta anyway. And a lot of them are going to go to the Welsh. A lot of them are going to try their luck there as well. So yeah, it's just well. The one thing you never want to see for a game is the same twelve faces at every single event up and down the country. Mm. So to see new faces is always a really good thing because it means that people are still interested in coming and playing the game, seeing what it's all about, and um, well, turning up to SmogCon, which is one of the greatest social events of the year. Yeah, there there were some old old faces as well that we didn't that we kind of expected not to show uh, up again, but they did, um, which was kind of interesting to see that the game still has. That appeal to them as well. So it was um... old, old faces. Well, I mean Conrad. No, I, well, of you there, I did see Conrad. I'm not that old. He has one of the oldest faces. But it looks younger than I saw. One of the oldest bodies. Oh, I, I do have to say, I saw um, a photo from a uh, Warhammer Fantasy battle. Yeah. Over the weekend, which had Conrad with hair. I know, but he looks better now than he did then. I mean, I've got a photo of Conrad in an Afro wig somewhere, but this was Conrad with actual hair. (laughs) (laughs) Actual receding hair. It was amazing. But, uh, yeah, Um, Conrad was there for a day, I think. No, he's there all weekend. Were he? I only saw him, like, once during that whole thing on the Saturday. Pretty sure he's there all weekend. 
Yeah. Well, you can argue this amongst yourselves. Okay. Or I could text him. You can text him. <laughs> not going to. He doesn't like me to. He tells me off. Conrad, were you there all weekend? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You have no frame of reference, just that. No, I was only in the bush for an hour. Yeah. You can't prove anything. Yeah. Can I touch your ticket? So, right after that slander, there's more to add. Um, bench. Uh, I, think, I think we have to go a lot further to slander Conrad. To be fair, it was a it was an enjoyable weekend. I really enjoyed seeing a lot of the people that I only see once a year sometimes. Yeah. And you, it, like it you, only, you like it because you only see them once a year. Because of any more, would be too much. <sighs> only for some, but some of them I genuinely wish I saw them more often. Like the chap that lives in Sweden. Uh, and um, he has some fantastically painted models, and his wife makes uh, dice par, bags as well. Parnodland, the Quicks Army, the converted Quicks Army. No, no, di- different, different. Richard oh, uh, Kerry. You look forward so much to seeing him, you don't know his name. I just said it then, Richard Kerry. Richard oh, Kerry, sorry. Richard Kerry, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he ran a really good campaign weekend many, many years ago um, that I went to in Bath, I think. It was in Westbury, wasn't it? Yes. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't which, know which, it's interesting looking back at the photos from that event now and going, oh, yeah, there's quite a few people I've seen around the country there. But it was a, like a 15 and 25 point um, campaign weekend. Hmm. Sorry, I've, I've completely driven this off, off, off topic. It's not like you. No. It's not like the, not like the podcast topic. It's not. Try- I'm not on driving it back onto topic. Moving on. Um, so what? What would you say is your highlight of the weekend? My my highlight. No, of the no, weekend. wait, 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 not that one. That's not. We can't discuss that one. <laughs> Uh, it was a, it was probably meeting uh, Jason Souls. He was yeah. a really interesting individual. And... <laughs> it's a very tactful <laughs> way. He's the most double-edged comment I've ever heard. Yeah. No, no, not at all. Um, well, it just turns it's out... interesting individual. Doesn't he say that about me as well, though? Doesn't Benji say that about me? No, no, no you're scary individual. <laughs> that's, a very, that's a very British way of saying weirdo, you realise. <laughs> it isn't men like that at all. He, he is... He looked... Genuinely uh, awkward during some of the bits, and it was just it was just quite. What were you doing to him? You're doing nothing to get over your initial aspersions, uh, Benji. That that it was funny. It was. Just I, quite, I think quite... I, I, I will add in in relation to Mr. Souls that he is a. Uh, uh, I, I think he has a a very warped imagination, should we say? He is a. Uh, yeah, if you he, say the word a... unique, you're only getting worse. No, he's 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 art. He's into like very interesting artwork, but it's like that. Okay. He's kind of like a Geiger-esque type of character working at PP. Yes. Very, very... And th- that, that man played some games over the weekend, though. Oh, yeah, he did. I think he played something like 19 games over the weekend. I think casual. he played more than that. Was it like... more than that? I remember mean, it was 19 in one day. I, I, don't, I remember the number 19. He, he, he was playing the same list as well. Um, yeah. Men off, uh, Krios 3. Krios 3 and all the horses. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That man has a lot of stamina. And he did very well at keeping tight lips. Stamina? Yeah, stamina. 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 Right. Stamina. Um, but he did very well at keeping... But you put on before, you should know what this is like. Yeah, I know. It's, he did very well at keeping what? Uh, his lips sealed with regards to sort of like secrets. Well, for... <laughs> Not, very like Not very subtle are you, Alex. Not very subtle are you, Alex. As a brick to the face. <laughs> Without the lemon. A lemon I, mean, I don't think I've ever claimed to be subtle, though. I've never had a lemon to the face. Whether it's wrapped around a brick or not. <laughs> or a gin and tonic. I've had a gin and tonic. To the face. <laughs> no, not to the face. Good. Never the face. It doesn't need Those to get Those who followed any... the ramble of the Douglas Ellis references, well done. It, do- it doesn't need to get any uglier, does this face? 
Oh, you got a beautiful face, Ben. Just because Richard said it at the end of Smogcom doesn't make it true. Apparently, I'm much prettier in real life. Wherever Richard, that who? Means. There's lots of Richards. Who said uh, this? Uh, Richard Smith. The man's a liar. He's a dirty guy. Yeah, ulterior motives, I feel. <laughs> right now, I get abuse on Skype. <laughs> <laughs> Who are Conrad? Sorry. Of Conrad. No, not from Conrad. Mm. We haven't said anything that would cause me to get abuse from Conrad. You have to go so much further to upset it than that. No, that's true. Yeah, um, yeah so your your highlight was meeting Jason Souls. Yeah, it was, yeah. I'd stick with that in a court of law. It's almost like a gun or a Bible to my head. Um, yeah. Okay, well, uh, yes. Well done. Thank you. What was your highlight, Alex? Alex, what was your highlight? Excellent. <laughs> Um, I'm going to be right back. Excellent. There we go. That, 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 that's his highlight. <laughs> that concludes our SmogCon uh, discussion, I feel. I'd say, I'd say that your absence was a noted, though, Mike, definitely. Your jovial... I, I, was, I was there in spirit because all the PGs and um, Priority Press staff were playing in the honor under my name. Yes. It was, uh, it was either you or... Aaron A. Aardvark at one point. But then it mostly went all to you. Everybody put their games. But that was the thing, actually, Mike. We did actually manage to get some games in this year, which is really nice. It wasn't, cool. like, it wasn't like this. I think it was because it was new last year. It was a lot more sort of difficult to um, uh, to figure out what we needed to do when we needed to do it. But when I mean, most of it was actually set up on Thursday lunchtime. I'd say the packing down was the most hectic part this year. Yes. Um... Teardown of SmogCon has always... Well, after the first two years at Firestorm, Teardown of SmogCon was always just laborious and horrible. And um, as one of the, like, the last four people to leave the building, you left drained. Um, mm. It was... Yeah. I mean, people may not realise, but I don't know what it was like this year, but normally after SmogCon, um, 90 minutes after the last person leaves the building, there is not a playmat, a piece of terrain, a table, anything in those rooms. They are ready to be hoovered and used again the next day. Yeah, it was pretty much... Uh, I didn't, unfortunately, get to stay right until the very end, but it was mm, probably about an hour or so from uh, the finale speech. Um, the one thing I think a lot of people were hoping for was the return of Ed Burrell, um and Will Schick this year, and their absence was was noted. Um, well, which staff was it? It was uh, Plumber, Souls, and... Um, Doug Seeker. Uh, Doug Seeker, and the chap that deals with all the technical moulds and stuff like that, who was there last year. He was judging the P3, but the name escapes. Ron Cruzy. Oh, That's um, it. Cruzy, yeah. Cruzy. He's the head of the studio. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but we were just talking about the note, uh, the marked absence of um, Ed Burrell and Will Schick, because quite a few people did bring that up as a talking point. Well, I think because they were so, they were the faces of PP last year. They, they were. were the ones who were all over the place. I mean, Doug was there, um, but he was mostly sort of either stuck in a panel room or yeah. occasionally playing games. Yeah, I didn't really um, see with Doug at all last year. Yeah, and um, I've forgotten the name again. The guy who was doing the painting judging. Ron Cruzy. I did spend time talking to him. Did freak him out quite well last year. I felt. Yes. Um, I wouldn't have spoken to the PP guys. Um, I wouldn't sort of think anything too sinister about Will and, and Ed not being there. Um, yeah. I think I think was... it's just a case of whoever's kind of free at the time wants to go, I and the... you know, pe- people have other, other stuff on. Other commitments, just yeah. And... With, with, with both Will and Ed, I think that there were, were certain personal issues that uh, yeah. prevented them from going, and yeah, I, uh, I don't think I'm at liberty to say too much more. Um, I, 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 but... I think it, it's fair enough to say, uh, well, it, it's fair enough to say 
People can't make everything, that's fine. As well as that, it does mean that the UK community has more of an opportunity to see different aspects of yeah. PP. Yeah. Because okay. people are always going to bring something different to talk about, to play against, whatever. Um, and that's just part of the joy of SmogCon. I, th- I think they're settling into a kind of... Uh, well, this is a weird year because obviously Lock and Load is going to be the premier event rather than the TempleCon reveal in February, which yeah. so I, nothing was written. We've got yeah. a very weird cycle going on. Yeah. And, well, that, that's been sourced for some speculation that may be getting a little bit out of hand, but uh, okay. But they have another event coming up fairly soon as well, don't they? Because I was talking to um, a couple of guys about who was going to come over, and it was it was very much kind of, yeah, they were really cool. And then you sort of go, are you coming? Uh, no, I've got this, I've got to do too much other things going on. I'm just ridiculously busy at the moment as well. I think that's, that's unfortunate. Um, yeah, and they've also got the Kickstarter, I guess, as well, that's uh, going on. Never a dull moment, I believe, the uh, the key phrase there. Yes. Does yeah. anyone, has anyone actually backed that Kickstarter from here? I may well do. I get paid on Friday. <laughs> I, I haven't no, directly, I haven't, but no. one of uh, one of the guys in the club is uh, he's seriously considered back, considering backing it, and I'm uh, encouraging him as as much as I can so I can get to play it. I wish that the models were interchangeable with the game, but the what actual game. I, well, it, I thought they released them in the bendy plastic, and and how does yes. that stop you playing them in the game? Technically speaking, uh, they are not size. they are not tournament legal. However. Why? If you were playing a friendly game with your friend, um, I think they're not the same size. The, the ones that are the same size, the, from the same molds, and are the same sculpt would be tournament legal. Because if you no, they, I, they, I'm, I'm pretty sure they've come out and said that, that because they're built onto the base, and I don't think the base is 100 percent accurate. Um, I think they've, they've come out and said that they are not tournament legal. It's fairly easy to actually change that. Over. Yeah. And at that point, you're dealing with an entirely privateer press model that is the correct model kit and the right sculpt. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, but by their own documentation, find... um, it would have to be legal so long as it is on the correct base. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's all I'm saying. It would be hard to find a TO that would, would say to you, you can't use that. For, for modelling purposes, though, are they quite difficult to paint because of that plastic? Thing? I think they, they, pose, they, they pose their own challenges with regards to wear. Um, I think you're gonna have to repeat that. Sorry, I, th- I think they they pose slightly different challenges in regards to durability of the paint um, because they are that bendy plastic. I think they have more, you know, if you if you paint them with just traditional and you bend them, that paint will crack. One thing I've heard from people with that bendy plastic is if you mix a bit of PVA glue into your paint, then it, it, it increases the flexibility of the paint mm. once it's dry, which means that that bendy it doesn't have an impact. Excellent, good point. So I think, yeah, I think you'd be hard pushed to find a TO that would say to you, you can't use that in this event. Um, because just, having having played at the weekend an entire tournament with a non-PP Ashlyn, um, I doubt many of them mind too much. Well, obviously Alex would. Alex would say no, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I, I say no to actual standard legal PP models. Oh, they do. If, yeah, that's if, I if, I don't, yeah. if I don't like that person, then, then they're not playing with it. Yeah, I did look at you funny. Yeah. <laughs> Or if they don't look at you funny. That is more the point. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, obviously, I was slightly distracted for a few moments. I wasn't really able to talk about my experience of smoke. Um, I you missed was, it now. Uh, the help... moment has passed. Sorry? The, you missed it now. The moment has passed. Uh, yeah, I suppose we could let him talk about it. Oh, well, why not? He's got distracted um, again, then. <laughs> I have to get it. I'll be a few moments. <laughs> <laughs> And given the opportunity, and he wastes it. Yep. Wow. Meanwhile, I'm having a crack at um, this, uh, this 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 lovely plastic kit. Meanwhile, here is some music. <laughs> what is the plastic kit? Let, let, let's see if you can guess it from uh, a slightly blurry picture. Oh, uh, Reliance Stormclad. Yeah. yeah. What have you got that for? What have I got that for? Oh, I forgot. Have a guess. 
I'm Alex. <sighs> Thank you for listening to Elite Cadre. <laughs> <laughs> The Hobbs and Wombardry podcast that uh, gets doesn't take Alex very seriously. <laughs> well, well, Alex doesn't take very seriously. It would appear podcast that yeah, Alex Brownie has a life. Jesus, yeah, I've heard of those. I read about them in a magazine. I think. Well, no, it's not outrageous. so much a life; it's a wife that's bothering. Ooh. Not for long with that attitude. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, she, she, on the sofa. she needs to improve the attitude. I think. Well, yours or hers? It, 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 it was her <laughs> attitude we were talking about then, wasn't it? Anyway. Hmm? Yeah, not going near that. No. So my my smogcon was was basically involved in helping John more kind of behind the scenes sort of thing and fires and uh, assisting the uh, the running of the the event if you will on the, over the weekend um, which was interesting got to see uh, another side of the uh, the event which was, which was good a few uh, a few challenges that that hopefully weren't too noticeable to the general masses it's kind of you know. If, if you're in an event and everything seems to go well to the players, irrespective of what happens that you know about, that event's a success. So, uh, so, so you were doing more than walking around with a clipboard this year, then? Um, for the majority of the time, <laughs> you had a chance no. this time. Yeah, I had chance yeah. yeah. uh, For the majority of the event, not really, no. It was mainly clipboard walking. Um, everyone was, was well behaved this year. Um, no one threatened any kids in McDonald's. <laughs> I was just going to go there. Oh. Sorry, I was just about to reference the uh, the McDonald's spat. Yeah, that. yeah, that nothing, nothing happened there. Um, no, no, no. Hang no, on, no. is this just public deniability right here? No, this is uh, valid. It's just public. Denial. Well, this is this is to my knowledge. This is to my knowledge. Yeah, I, I don't speak officially for for Smogcon Limited um, in any way, shape, or form. Um, to my knowledge, none of our uh, Mediterranean brethren were accused of loaded dice. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it was all knowledge. It's an a great event. He, you know, he went uh, went off without too many major hitches. Um, there was a couple of minor issues on the uh, on the Thursday with, with with tables and things, but they were all resolved. You know, there's enough tables for everyone to play. Um, other than the, the Friday night where one of the rooms was closed, which could have maybe stayed kept open, but you know the decision was made to close it, which led to a few people not being able to get games in the Iron Arena. Other than that, there was there was at no point I think was anyone sort of told that they couldn't play a game. If you wanted to play a game at Smogcon and you had someone to play it with, there was space for you, and yeah, a game could be played. Would you agree with that, Ben? I, I would agree with that. Um, I, I don't remember too much. Which but room? Which room? Too much that... about Smogcon. No, no, no. About which room got shut on the Friday? Um, so the it? Commonwealth week got shut down on on the Friday mm. about uh, eleven o'clock, um, mm. and people still wanted to play games. And unfortunately, mm. the other rooms were full. So mm, interesting. Guess this means there'll have to be even more casual play next year. Yeah, yeah. I think well, that's the emphasis, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think um, you know the uh, the population of uh, the UK war machine scene is, is sort of realising the benefits of, of casual play and as an alternative to just straight up playing tournaments. Did Did you just say thank fuck? No, is it is it because because that's fun? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'd say I'd say thank fuck. Whoa! Don't say the f word on this podcast. I thought okay. we were I thought we were better for like you know swearing. We are. Oh, okay. I'm not. <laughs> I wasn't referring to that f word, Benj. What word? The three letter f word. Fun. No, he said it again. Ah. Um, I said it once, but I think I got away with it right. <laughs> You're allowed to. I'm still on probation. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it, it was good. I think a couple of things you mentioned before. Terrain this year. Um, John spent a large chunk of um, the the entry tickets, effectively, um, on furnishing the competitive areas um, with some real, real high quality terrain yep. um, from Nick at Solid Ground Studios. Um, every single table had eight pieces of terrain on it. Uh, there were leftover pieces of terrain over and above that. Um, you know, we made sure every single table had eight pieces on there. 
a mix of trenches, walls, hills, um, forests, water, um, you name it. If it's an official piece of PP terrain, it was pretty much, uh, it, it was there. It was, deep uh, water? Um, no deep water. No deep water. Um, there is a, um, the, 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 well, well, I'll come to a point in a, in a moment but um, regarding deep water. But yeah, the, the terrain was really good. Um, John had a load of new mats made up as well with the Smogcon logo on. Uh, they looked really nice, went with the terrain really well. Um, he, the way he'd done it was he'd, he'd split each room. So the, the main large Commonwealth room that was sort of the where the Iron Gauntlet was held and the, the large steamroller event, uh, that was all decked out in desert terrain. So it was all, all the all the tables there were all desert tables, all with their own desert terrain. Um, the one of the rooms downstairs that was where the Masters was held was all in grass te- grass tables with all grass themed terrain. Um, and the other rooms, uh, there's some in the Commonwealth room and in the uh, one of the smaller rooms. Um, we're all in snow terrain, snow tables with snow terrain. So it looked really effective, you know, all those all those tables there with the matching terrain, painted to a really high standard. Um, it looked really, really good. And the, and the terrain that, that, that Nick does, you know, he does it with, with both looks and playability in mind. So it's all relatively low profile. It's not, you know, it's not just flat, but it's good low profile terrain that is usable. He plays the game himself, so you understand what you want from the game. Um, and it, it, was, it was very good. It was very good. Really, really impressed with it. Cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, coming on to deep water, um, the guys from PP, there was no kind of official plan, and this is something that, that John said he's going to look at for next year. Um, he's putting in place more sort of plans around seminars and sort of, you know, having the guys from PP there, um, you know, in, in more organised format, because I think this year they sort of came with the approach of, you know, going to play some games, going to socialise with, with, with players, you know, out and about on the on the. Uh, on the floor of the convention, as it were, and Plumber and Souls got in a lot of games, and we're able to do that. Uh, I think sometimes it's a bit a little bit nerve-wracking to, to to walk up to someone and uh, uh, you know, and you'd never met before that he's a bit of a, a celebrity nerd and just sort of introduce yourself to them. So yeah, I think they're, they're looking at ways. Yeah, well, to, I think to us, we find that with people as well, don't we? Yeah, I mean, it, it is. Find that with us as well. It, it is difficult to approach people as 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 high up and uh, socially powerful as as us and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Part of the reason it didn't go to is it's too much. Yeah, See, yeah. Benji will just have to get used to this, I'm afraid. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they, I, I think there, there are more plans, but they, they did a seminar, and uh, it's sort of interesting, someone, um, I, I can't remember who exactly it was, maybe a, a slightly more competitive player sort of raised the question, you know, um, what are their thoughts around some of the, 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 the more defunct elements of the game, like deep water, uh, you know, he's never used in competitive play, aside from, you know, a couple of jacks and a couple of uh, amphibious things, it's, it's sort of game ending for a lot of stuff in the game, and their response was, you know, this isn't just a tournament game you know what's to say that you're not going to play sort of a more fun casual game where you're fighting you know on a pier um, that, that's leading out to sea and, and say that pier gets blown up and models on it get knocked into the deep water you know that's a, a risk you're going to have to take for that position um, it is interesting to hear. there's plenty of things in that rule book that the average player on the tournament scene either doesn't know or would never have occasion to look up. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, how many people have looked at destructible buildings who haven't played against Circle regularly? <laughs> yeah. Answers on a postcard, please. Or the uh, the campaign Jack Bonds. Yeah. Yeah. So there's plenty of stuff in that rule book beyond the average game. Definitely. I think you know it, it, it'd be it'd be great to uh, to have more more official sort of seminars and things like that. I think last year at SmogCon, Doug did a few uh, sort of state of the nation addresses, which were really good to kind of. Oh, they were know, absolutely great. 
Yeah, yeah, really good to kind of get an update of where the um, where where the factions are up to. I think this year the the difficulty was with the Q and A that they did. You know, they they ha- have always been very very canny with what information they release and when they release it. Even to sort of the extent of when they do an insider, sometimes there'll be a model in the background that they that isn't released yet. They want you to see that it's there. You know, it, it's it's not done by accident. No. I do love the people who do think it is accidental. It's it, it's rather charming. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, people were asking them questions and they, were, you know, sort of skirting around, around answering them in a, uh, a very political fashion. Um, and it, it, it's it's difficult when you you know if you, if they were to come with you know a prepared sort of thing of you know this is how we design a model, this is the process, this is what we follow, you know. And, and give that sort of structure or, you know, this is what we do when we're designing a new rule book. You know, this is what we look at first. And it, it would be lovely to have another sort of keynote. I get that they've moved that to uh, to lock and load, um, but it would have been nice to have a little bit of, a little bit of something. I think it was just fortuitous that um, they moved straight from TempleCon to SmogCon last year, yes, which enabled yes. them to sort of split it into two halves and go, hey, guys, half here, half there. Yeah. With... Lock and load, their own convention now being the main focus of that's where you get your new steamroller, that's where you get your new formats, that's where you get your keynote. It somewhat changes up the year. Yes, definitely. definitely. I understand why why they've done that and why they want to bring that in-house. Um, it, it is, you know, makes common sense. It does sense. also provide something of a launch pad towards Gen Con if they're going to say, okay, here's our new stuff. It's not here today. Gen Con. It'll be at Gen Con in two months' time. Yeah. It's two, two, three months, isn't it? After. Yeah. It's something like that. It's, it's a very nice launch pad for them. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So it's going to be interesting. And uh, you know, like a load outpost is in uh, up at the Northwest Gaming Centre in the UK. It should be interesting. I don't think it's it's not going to be a. From my understanding of it, I don't know too much about it yet, but it's, I don't believe it's going to be a too heavily um, tournament-focused event. I think it's going to be more of a casual event where you know people are going to get to play some games. And speaking of which, if there any are any press gangers uh, listening who wish to. Uh... Help me out with the Iron Arena at uh, Lock and Load Outpost. Um, Just for drop me, drop when, me a when line exactly either on Twitter or by email. When is it? Oh, that's I've got to remember now. No, see, you can't do that. It's June sometime. Okay, I'm my head. Keep talking, I'll get back to it. Okay. Okay. Well, how, how about we take a break now and we'll come back and do maybe a spelling it out perhaps. Okay, fair enough. Um, and if, if, if while, while we're in the break, if Mike can find out when that is, that'd be great. Fair enough. Okay, well, uh, we're going to take a break and we'll see you all on the other side.
Welcome back from the break. Thank you for staying with us. Um, we're going to do spelling it out now. And, uh, I, I should just interrupt you to say that uh, I found out when uh, Lock and Load Outpost is. It's June 10th to the 12th. Jolly good. Uh, when, do we start thanking listeners? when do we start thanking listeners? I'm a bit confused by that comment. I don't know. I just uh, I, I didn't know what to say. And I'm uh, sorry. Right. It, 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 All right, you're forgiven. I black, blacked out for a few moments. That's fine. I got nervous. I'm sorry. It's a stressful um, time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I always in my previous comments. Um, you know, if you want to listen to it, it's your own fault. So, there you go. Um, no, we, we've got, we've come back. We're going to do some spelling out. And uh, in honour of our semi-permanent on probation, potentially not ever going to come back again, have Ben. <laughs> I, I think, actually, we need to start referring to him as the YTS lad. The YTS lad was. Ben, Ben, can you pop down down the road and go and see if you can request a long wait, please? Oh. <sighs> and some headlight fluid. Don't forget uh, a left hand screwdriver. Tartan paint. It's tartan paint. Tartan paint. Nice. That's and, even uh, that's the most appropriate for this podcast. Tartan yeah. paint, isn't it? Four candles <laughs> as well. Four candles. Uh. Um. Yeah. So Ben, I'm going to bestow upon you the honour of choosing which wall, warcaster or warlock, we will uh, assess for spelling it out this week. We this will. Episode. We will be mainly spelling it out about Lich Lord Venifrax. See, prime opportunity then. Since it was stupid, Ben, you did do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's I, falling, I, I, falling at everything. No, see, what this is, it's telling us whether he's going to be the troll target or the troll. <laughs> and I fear that may have been just walking up, painting the bullseye on your chest, <laughs> and holding the sign that says, please hit me. Do you, know, do you know who's most grateful of that? And it is Alex, isn't it? Yes, it is. It yes, is. It is. It's Alex. Because you get people on who are, you know, people who know the game, people who understand the rules, people like Austin, who come on, and Alex like he's not coming on again. <laughs> he knows too much, he knows how it works. He knows too much. He knows too much. I was the clever one. Too strong. No, I've never said I'm the clever one. I just can't like being trolled by much. I didn't say you were the clever one either. Yeah. Well, anyway, so Lich Lord Venethrax. Um, he's a Focus 7 Warcaster um, with a uh, Rat of 4. Just throw that in there. Um, a couple of <laughs> well, abilities. Sure relevant, but go on. <laughs> well, what, one, 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 one particular ability um, that, that has an impact on uh, his ability to cast spells uh, is Cool Soul, and he gains a soul token for each living enemy model destroyed within two inches of him. And when this model replenishes its focus during your next control phase, replace each soul token on it with one focus point. Probably uh, important <laughs> to mention he has reach as well with that. He does, and he, he is he is not shabby in combat. Um, he has a uh, a reach magical weapon, uh, power strength 14, that gets a uh, additional damage dice on war beasts. Um, so yeah, he's he's not uh, he's not bad. Um, uh, that's, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's got a caustic presence as well. So if a model has corrosion in his control area, it doesn't expire. Enemy model has corrosion. Not wishing to give away that I haven't looked the rules up. Doesn't he have some anti-tough thing as well? Uh, no, no. Oh. Are, he's, he's got three three abilities: the caustic presence, which is the corrosion not expiring, cool soul, and dismember. Oh, big problem. I thought he's um. It's, um... I think he has a spell that gives him a, a bonus. Wow. Let's move well, on. To why that don't we bonus. go through those spells then? Why don't we? Why don't we? The why first don't we spell. Out? Spell it out. Let's nice. spell it out for you. The first spell is Blood Rain, which is a cost 3, range 8, AoE 3, power 12, non-upkeepable offensive spell. It causes, uh, well, the text on it, Blood Rain causes corrosion damage. Models hit, suffer the 
corrosion continuous effect. That's a three inch AOE. It's not very thematic for Crix, is it? No, not really. It's not really very thematic for him as well. It's not like he's got anything that helps. No, weird, no. Bit of scorgy. No, it's, uh, it's a, a natty little spell. It's not got the most massive of. Uh, but um, yeah, if you can drift that onto uh, some Cetixis, obviously it's not going to do blast damage to them, but they'll get the corrosion effect on them and uh, that doesn't go anywhere if they're in his control area, which at range 8 you would hope they were. <laughs> But obviously, Crix has um, Crix has Dark Nodes, so maybe not. But still, continuous uh, corrosion is still just point of damage, irrespective of whether or not you ignore blast damage. So even if it does, you know, even if you're outside the control area, it's only a one in six chance that it, or one in three, should I say, that it goes. You do remember the rules, right? Yeah, things. War machine. Just War so. machine. Horrid Mark 2 for preference. Yes. Okay. So, any other thoughts on Blood Rain? It's a useful sort of tactical piece. Um, Better than most casters' defensive spell. Not very good against Croak Raiders, though. In fact, I I, I go as far as to say it's completely useless against Croak Raiders. I'd argue he has a better one further down in his um, his spell list. Yes. Yes, that uh, that may well be the case. They are. They are. I mean, it's corrosion. Lovely. Lovely. Right, so the next spell is Dragon Slayer. It's a cost three, range cell, no AoE, no power, upkeepable, non-offensive spell. This model gains plus two strength and armor. Models cannot remove fury from war beasts destroyed by this model. When this model destroys an enemy model with fury points on it with an attack, this model gains a number of focus points equal to the fury points on the destroyed model. It, it should be noted there that the plus two strength and arm brings him up to uh, PNS 16 yes. on his uh, weapon. Uh, which is reach and magical, and brings him up to a base armor of 18. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he can he can do some damage when he gets rolling. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but a, a offensive spell is an attack as well. Yeah. So it's a, it just says attack, doesn't it? So all kinds of attacks. Yeah. So those um, what are they called in uh, Legion? The ones that have the uh, the fury on them, uh, solos. Is it not Shepherd? It's the Forsaken. Yes. Forsaken that run around, or um, a Creelstone Bearer. No, no, it's different. But but if if he destroys the if he's, he's got fury in it hasn't he? No 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 does it not? Yes. I, I think we need to send this to a judge to adjudicate. Um. <laughs> they have well, it has fury. Yes in they it. have yes but obviously yeah. troll is completely different but yes. Yes okay. <laughs> um or an agonizer you know. Yeah agonizer like definitely agonizer yeah. Fuck so that, those things with with fury points on them that uh, you know, he can he can if he can pick them out he can get the fury off them. You're right because you, you you're right because you, uh, you immediately uh, think of war, war beasts and war casters. Reading but there are the Creel Stone Bearer by the way the fury points are on the leader model. Oh, yeah. Yes, yep. yes. Obviously, he has to kill the leader model, but you know, if if he can get that, it is as Kurt saying there. You know, if you can think outside the box, there are other things out there. It's not just war beasts and war casters that you have to kill, uh, and lesser lesser warlocks as well are going to be easier to kill than a, a full on warlock. So if you've got you know wrong eye or snatch or wrong eye or um, Rosh. Rosh. Who you know? Obviously, well, got the other ones girl, that, yeah. that that no one ever uses. But uh, the elf yeah. girl gets used in elf army, doesn't she? But yeah. um, a little bit. I think she's she's good against butcher three, but I don't know. I don't know. That's what I've heard. But yeah, so again, it's 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 an excess, expensive spell to cast, but you know he's going to cast it to start the game. More than likely, keep it up kept for the majority of the game. Um, you know that plus two armor, you know, for one point of focus each turn is a good payoff. Bargain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so should we move on to the next spell? Absolutely. Yeah, next spell is Hellfire, which is a uh, range 3, not a range 3, it's a cost 3, range 10, <laughs> no AoE, power 14, non-upkeepable offensive spell, and model struck unit hit by Hellfire, must pass command check or flee. Yeah, we've seen this before, it's around. It's around. It's a, uh, I wouldn't say a shitty nuke, it's, it's a, you know, good for removing solos. Again, you know, combine that with the, the Dragon Slayer, if you can get rid of those solos with a, a power 14, you know, Magic Bolt, then more more power to you. You get the... the, the I'd say as well, that that's going to be the, the last gasp 
can yeah. I assassinate your caster? Oh, I've still got a power 14 over here. Yeah. Or, or, I mean, the thing is as well, <laughs> if he does have an art node, if you do take an art node with him, Dragon Slayer, there is no range on the, the fury that you take. It doesn't have to be destroyed within his control area. He's, if you destroy an enemy model with fury points on it with an attack, Quite it correct. gains a number of focus points equal to the fury points on the destroyed model. So if, you, if you've if got a solo in the back of the field with a few fury points on it, and you can get that with a, a power 14 molt, um, yeah. art node, you get that many fury points back. Pretty horrible. Yeah. Yeah, but you know it might happen. It might not. It could. I'd say it very rarely happens. Yeah, probably very rarely, but it's, it's a thing. Um, should we move on to the next spell? Why not? Yeah, why not? Lamentation. Had that before. Had that before. It's cost three. Range self. AOE control. No power. Upkeepable. Non-offensive spell. Enemy models pay double the focus of fury points to cast. To fury point cost to cast or upkeep spells while this mod in this model's control area. Yep. Uh, Picurus at its best. Yeah. Now yeah. that one does interfere with Dragon Slayer, but there are always going to be games where you really want lamentation and you maybe don't care so much about Dragon Slayer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he, he does have very sort of specialist drops. He's, he's much better against hordes as a lot of his yeah. abilities yeah. trigger against um, fury. But say, for example, you are you know just playing a casual game at, at your club or something, and you play him against a, a War Machine faction. It, it is something there that. that will give you a benefit because you know it costs double to upkeep any spell they've got as it says in the spell text but um, stating the obvious you are well though you're doing it very well very well very well like, eloquently I think yeah yeah accent permitting yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. anyone else got anything to say on Lamentations great and you've been very quiet considering this is your choice of Warcaster you don't understand uh, Vanathras is one of those ones that when you see it you go oh what does he do uh, so he is kind of he's busy writing down what you're saying <laughs> well, I've only ever I only ever played him against him in a thirty-five point tournament. Um, okay. So, if you wouldn't mind, would you just run through a, a quick battle report that game? Uh, <laughs> yes, it was the only time I've ever used a berserker to blow itself up to kill one throw to con- uh, to like stop a zone. Can you remember what 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 the dice roll was that you rolled? I cannot. It was two years ago. I will okay. end you all. <laughs> but. Did, did did you did your opponent have to make any tough rolls? Uh, no. Was it Pat Townsend? It was not. Okay. And Sorry, so man. when when you killed the, the model with the the berserker, <laughs> can you remember how many fury points were on the berserker at the time? There, it was focus points. Uh, focus. Um, oh, I didn't go for that. Good try. And there were two. Two. Wow, that's that's great. That's great. Yeah. And can you remember how many focus points the the warcaster had on him at at the time? Mike's dying, so no, I'm <laughs> going to stop this now. He's going to either kill us. Or, or himself, someone else. Oh, yeah. I'm entertained. That's you know, picking me off. Mike, oh, talk. Okay. Mike, Mike, talk. Worry in there. Good work, Mike. Nope. Good marks. <laughs> so, having killed Mike, we'll move on to the next spell. <laughs> Which is Soul Harvester. The cost two, range six, no AOE, no power, upkeepable, non-offensive spell. And that is when a when target-friendly faction model stroke unit destroys a living enemy model with a melee attack. This model gains the destroyed model's soul token, regardless of the proximity of other models. That's uh, quite harsh. So again, with the cool soul ability, that you know it's, it's going to be something you're probably going to put out there early game um, on maybe a unit of six six raiders that go out in the front. Um, you know they can quite handily kill. You know, probably about uh, 1.5% of their number in a turn with the uh, the horns and the whips. You know, they've, they've good chance of, of killing a lot of models. So, you know, you get a lot of soul tokens from that. Good, Mike. Yes, I think he agrees. <laughs> 
Have we really actually killed Mike? I think Mike has now decided how he's going to end us, and that thing that he's pressing is the guidance system, <laughs> some kind of drone, the Hitachi belt, and... Okay, you wouldn't surprise uh, uh, Soul Harvest is a spell. It, it costs some focus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It, does. <laughs> it, do- it has an effect. I think it is useful in some games. And less so in others. <laughs> wow. Wow. You, you've broken the format. This is like whenever I ask you for comments on a scorn sculpt. Oh, it's a model. Yeah. It's got a spiky bit. It looks like it's hurt himself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, and, uh, Soul Harvester it can be very useful. Um... I have seen it used occasionally to be to, to, to you know, get him some souls and maybe try and get his focus up so that he can go in and start killing things. But um, a lot of Crick's units don't really stick around long enough to get good use out of it. No, I mean if you, if you think that if you've got units of Tixis Raiders that are you know quite far up, they are they are difficult to kill for the enemy if you, for them to to go into them. If you I, think I it, I would debate that in the modern game. Well, they are they aren't as difficult as they once were to kill. But yeah. let's say that, that that unit of Satix's Raiders managed to kill five models the next turn. Yeah. Between uh, two attacks each, that puts him at twelve focus. I would honestly say you don't want it on the front line unit. You don't want it on the very front line. You want it on the second wave unit Bank because when that. When that I was you, thinking of. I was thinking of you were on what's his face? Um, oh, the main solo. Tartarus. 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 Or Interesting. Kind of or if you can get um, Gerlach to do the proper Pac-Man job. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yes. Well, I, I, he tried to do that in this game and didn't really work. You don't want it on a unit that removes. No, no, no. Bank. I'm just. I'm just saying Gerlach doesn't really work. So you don't RP, no. no, you don't want to put it on something that removes some play. I don't know if there is any quick stuff that does that. Really? Well, there you go. Well done. Yes. There you go. So, should we move into the feet? <laughs> yes, why, why not? not? So, the feet. <laughs> Theme carnal, text first. Carnal flame. Which Lord Venethrax has spent centuries studying the lore of dragons. The end. <laughs> when a model is destroyed in Venethrax's control area, before removing the model from the table, center a three-inch AOE cloud effect over it. The destroyed model does not provide a corpse token. Models with eyeless sight do not ignore these cloud effects. Models entering a Charnel Flames AOE suffer one point of fire damage. Charnel Flames last for one round. It's a shame it's not corrosion damage, and they get they, they, they potentially you know get they get corrosion and they suffer a point of corrosion damage. That would be more thematic, I feel. I think it works as is. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a serviceable feat. It's again, you know, I think it's it's very anti-legion tech. He's yeah. good against legion. And he's, oh, I think background, more than he's... anti-legion, it's a great anti-infantry feat. Yeah. Um, I, I do know someone who plays Venethrax who will occasionally have um, some mechanothrals and will just go, okay, feet turn, I'm going to run these out and I'm going to shoot my own mechanothral. Wow. And for the loss of three, maybe four of those, yeah. you've then yeah. suddenly got this huge area of the table that's nearly a foot across that causes you damage and yeah. you can't get to the cricks on the other side. Yeah, yeah. And as well, it's when a model is destroyed in his control area. Um and it lasts one round, so even in, in your turn, or your enemy's turn, shall I say, when they're killing your model, that's procking a three-inch AoE. Yep. So when you kill stuff, it turns into three-inch AoE. When they kill stuff, it turns into three-inch AoE. And that, that is on friendly and enemy models as well. It's just when a model... And basically, single wound, non-reach... Uh, single wound models need reach to not be killed if they destroy the other model in melee. Yeah, yeah. It had to be at the limit of reach. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's a thing. I think it's one of those feats. It's very easy to misplay, um, yep. but if you know what you're doing and you've got a plan for it, uh, no. In fact, some... sorry, just just going back to that, the uh, it's only models entering a channel flames AOE. Yes, point uh, of damage. entering is going from any state of not being in something to being oh, okay. in. Oh, so yeah. as the fire generates, you would enter it. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. This is like the whole thing of uh, being TK'd into a cloud or whatever. Um, the, the the definition of enter has been um, somewhat mangled by the infernals down the years. Good. Yeah. So it's uh, interesting. <laughs> Yes. He was supposed to be the anti-Hordes caster, supposedly, yeah. yes. but that never really... I mean, I Lich 3 took that. The of... problem you will always have is that Cricks have some utter ball-breaking casters. Oh, yes. So, to make anything that's um, compelling to play and not broken is quite a challenge. Incorrect. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's tricky. It is, and some players still complain that they are not what they used to be. Well, no it, faction is what it used to be. That's what an evolving game does. Yeah, mm. true. Yeah, I have very little time for um, accusations like that. Accusations. Elemental evolutionism isn't what it used to be. <laughs> How dare they? Stop um, my feet. Well, so, are we are we done with with I think that's about all we need to uh, discuss with him. I think that's thoroughly put through the ringer. Um, I would okay. say that Ben is quite correct in that possibly if you're looking for a, an anti-hordes drop, um, Lich Three is going to be your man. Yeah. <laughs> Or combination of man and Scarlet, or Scarlet yeah, and Scarlet. Yeah, basically, um, because that feat where he is gaining focus every single well, time. I'll tell you what, let's let's not talk about it too much. We'll save it for a future episode of Spelling It Out. Okay, we'll get Matt Townsend on. Uh, Matt Townsend. Matt Townsend. Matt Townsend. Yes. Townsend. To giggle all the way through a Lich Three discussion. Mm, good old there's Matt a man Townsend. who's won more than a couple of things with Lich Three. Yeah, probably pioneered Lich Three in this country because he, he didn't see him around until. No, absolutely not. Uh, he, he is he a hashtag innovator? Not much fanfare. Well, I think I think he's just stuck with Cricks, where a lot of people have walked away from Cricks. Matt's really stuck with Cricks, isn't he? Apart thin. from that year where he played Scorn. Yeah, was it a year? It was. Yeah. Was it sorry? So apart from all the points where you were wrong, Kurt, you're entirely right. <laughs> Too harsh. A bit. Do you feel offended? I do think he's stood by. I do think he's stood by cricks where an awful lot of people have moved on or yeah abandoned. He, he has gone back to them when um, people think their star has fallen. Mm. Like no, no. Yes, that's still, the good way to say it. I'd forgotten about the score. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, but then again, I'm still of the opinion that you can win with any army if, well, with any faction, so long as you've got the right lists and can play them well. So and know your enemies as well. Well, that's the thing. Not get caught out by surprises is a big part of this game. Yeah. As I found out at the weekend, um, when I had Ashlyn's feet up, and then in my opponent's turn, they popped Esaurus's feet, which then became, okay, uh, I'm doing double damage over armor? Great. You oh, can't yeah. hit me, though. It was magical. They killed one boom howler. Wow. Yeah, things. So, shall we move on to uh, the painting table? Why not? Get this... Uh this show hurtling towards the wall. Yes. Okay. So, uh, as, as it was alluded to before, Kurt, you said you were uh, you were painting something this evening. I am. What I is that? I'm painting a glacier king. Charlie, spiffy man. Yes, literally right now painting a glacier king. Really? What colour are you painting the glacier king? Well, I think you should know the answer to that question. <laughs> it's a new colour scheme that I've come up with. <laughs> okay. You won't even begin to see you in my warm now. Yes. I don't think I've ever seen you do that before. I is that a, a new paint scheme? It is a new paint scheme. Wow. Yeah, for my trials. Yeah. It's, it's working well so far. Liking it. Liking it a lot. Good, good. I'm going for okay. dark, dark spines. 
So he's got tying him in with the sort of mole kind of effect, but no on top is contrasting really rather well. Very good. Very good. And I have, uh, I have, believe it or not, I have a mountain king on the way as well. Oh, lovely, lovely. So you're all in on the uh, the troll kings then? Yeah, I wasn't. I had none. And then I uh, put an order in with my uh, PPPG points and uh, for the Glacier King and a few other bits. And then uh, then Dom down next to said he wanted my uh, elves. Said you don't play your retribution, do you? I was like, no, not really. So he uh, made me an offer. There's a gla- there's a mountain king and some other bits and pieces on its way as well, including uh, croak hunters, ironically. Nice, nice. Yeah. yeah. So I am working. I am still vaguely involved in the hobby and trying to work towards playing some uh, some new shine. Yeah. How are you, Alex? What are you painting at the moment? Uh, well, I've not painted anything while I've been recording tonight, but um, I noticed that because we couldn't hit the we couldn't hit a. No, yeah, I uh, I'm trying to keep it limited. Um, yeah, um, the, our the local club that I play at, we've been uh, since the start of this year running a, a monthly painting competition each month with a different theme. Uh, as of yet, I've not been able to put an entry in, but um, for the month of March, the theme is it's a kind of magic. So I'm uh, currently actually painting uh, Caliban the Grave Walker. Um, so he's, I've got the majority of his skin done now, um, which I need to do kind of some of the details getting finished off. So, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying painting again. Nice characterful model to paint. He's a bit small, um, when you compare him to the uh, the new plastic uh, gators, he's uh, rather on the small side, but uh, yeah, he's, he's nice all the same. He's a lovely characterful model. Excellent. Really enjoying painting him. Yeah. Um, I've also been uh, sort of putting the finishing touches to assembling um, the, what is it called now? Sacral Vault. Oh wow! Excellent. So uh, yeah, so uh, the majority of it's all built. I just need to just the one uh, at the moment. Yep, just got the one for now. Just um, one Tempted to uh, get another one. Um, I actually um, one thing I meant to mention before. I'm going to be playing in the Welsh Open this year or the Welsh Masters. You're going to be playing before. in the Welsh Open. I'm going to be playing in the Welsh Masters for the first time ever. I'll be playing. I went to wow. it for the first time ever last year as a press ganger, and I'm going to be playing in it this year for the first time ever. So uh, I'd, I'd quite like to get a list painted for that. I'm not going to promise anything because we all know what happens when I make promises around events. <laughs> you get um, one arm done or one leg done. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Or, you know, like, uh, I'm going to paint every... I'm going to play no, no, every single... Right, circle bye. Yeah, he makes big promises and then this perfectly um, painted thigh of a, of a warp wolf gets done and <laughs> nothing else. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm not, I'm not making any promises. I'm going to uh, see what happens. I'm going to try and paint some stuff. Um, I, I think I've got a technique for painting my uh, my... Gator men now that I'm gonna kind of follow and, and try and stick to and it's, you're, it's gonna not... go, you're gonna go for a more efficient, faster way of painting. Yeah, I, I've kind of come up with a, a bit of a Chris Corswell attempt there. Are you? I wouldn't say he's particularly uh, quick. No, but he attempted with uh, with his pigs to try and speed up his painting and oh, okay. it works in, in, at times and other times he gets bogged down and ends yeah. up at the same perfection level he used to. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, I've, I've come up with a kind of a technique of, of dry brushing and then inking um, that the the scale troll uh, the scale. You're doing what? Sorry, what technique is that? Dry brushing then inking. Yes, I, I know, I know. Um, mm. But I I think you know attending con as well looking at the entries in the p3 competition you know if you, if you are wanting to, to paint to a high standard is it is it better just to paint one piece that you're entering into a, a competition to a high standard and then have a, a nicely painted army yes um that uh, that you can use in games and i mean the only only part that i'm going to be dry brushing is the sort of the main part of the skin which is heavily kind of detailed with scales um so he's, he's, he's suitable to pick up that level of detail all the other areas will be uh, painted using more traditional means 
Lovely. <laughs> so uh, watch your space. Hopefully I'll uh, start getting a few more bits painted. Uh, I finally managed to uh, to get my PC um, that's in the, the dining room reconnected to the internet. It was uh, a long cable sort of snaking through the house that got broken. Um, but I've got a new cable and drilled a hole through the wall. So I'm back on the internet now after a 12-month hiatus of internet outage on the PC. So hopefully I can uh, sit at my desk. Do a bit of uh, Skype painting and. Uh... You, know, you could have just got like a USB Wi-Fi thing. Oh it? yeah, probably could have. Probably could have. But uh, that, that's that's more than like the three pounds it cost me for a ten meter Ethernet cable. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, and it would have required effort on my behalf as well to kind of get that sorted. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I, you know, I could have got the uh, the cable twelve months ago and drove a whole twelve months ago. But it's just you know, priorities and getting other things sorted and very true. Keep forgetting about it. Well, yeah, so, uh, Mike, Benj, do you want to take up the uh, painting table mantle for now? Go for Benj first. <laughs> well delegated. <laughs> well delegated, sir. Uh, I tried and failed to paint uh, uh, Haley 3. Were you using the hard end of a brush? Uh, no, I really need what do you some mean, new brushes. What do you mean you tried and failed? I, I really need some new brushes. Uh, I, I ended up putting, uh, basically, uh, I ended up putting... Haley 3 Future into the soak, into the simple green soak, but the plastic uh, and the paint did not go well together, essentially. Very sad. Um, so you destroyed your Haley 3 then, effectively? Uh, I did. Fortunately, I had... Um, what did you put it into soak in? Uh, simple green. Okay, what's that? I don't know what that is. It's uh, like a bio... Uh, paint stripper. It's oh, pretty good. Oh. Um, it's pretty good. It's just not very good on that plastic on like resin. Well, it's a resin. It's a resin, isn't it? The uh, yeah. Haley Three model is a, a resin model. Yeah. A resin is always a tricky one for stripping paint from. It's uh, and I don't know if, if there is any particular product that is renowned for being good for stripping paint off resin models. No, I don't have one. no, no I've, I've, only ever, I've only I've ever managed to save one resin model that I put in the soak, and that was I just lightly put it in. Yeah. And it was everything. Yeah. I think bio strip is one of the more I can't think of the right word. Less aggressive um, strippers out there, but um, I saw a video where someone was experimenting with uh, Games Workshop Finecast in in that, and it just didn't Ooh. end well. Didn't end well. But uh, well, that that was like there are many things about Finecast that did not end well. Yeah, that was like cheap resin, though, wasn't it? How like the low? Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not not a good resin. It's not. Oh, a, I uh, believe, according to Games Workshop, it was not a resin. Is this like? The PP plastic, then, the original. I don't know what it was, but they were very clear that it was not a resin because it didn't have the carcinogenic properties of <gasps> most resins. I like my carcinogenic property. This product is known by the state of California to cause cancer. <laughs> <laughs> what, is that just on PP resin? It's, just it's on any resin, pretty much. Mm. Uh, no, so I'm taking a bit of a hiatus until I get some decent brushes. Yeah, just get yeah. some brushes, man. It's quite expensive. I know, I just need to go somewhere that sells them. Yeah, mate. Uh, Internet. No, he, he's waiting until his next visit to somewhere like Darksphere. Uh, that's on Saturday. There we go. There you go, then. There you go, then. No excuse. Perfect right. opportunity. Yeah, I'm not actually playing in the tournament, unfortunately. But what are you doing? Well, might try and get some casual games in, because we, we've decided now to have... Uh, my mate has managed to get two tables into his flat, so we, we're trying to get more than one game in a week, and especially since Club has been diluted heavily with other games like Dystopian Wars... Ooh. Which uh, the boat version of just, yeah no, I know I know Isaac. yeah that and um, yeah well pretty much that although a few people that play it are kind of like we we enjoy it it's pretty casual the rules are pretty loose um, and Roll all the sixes 
Yeah, essentially fives and sixes, and you're good. Um, and that that that's that's got a lot of people, uh, not only from our lot, the War Machine lot, but also from the 40k lot who were disenfranchised with that, are all seeming to play boats. Very weird. Okay. Um, I did get some casual game gamer friends of mine into X-Wing as the first miniatures game that they've played. Uh, that was an interesting experiment. Um, don't know if it went well. We are playing again next week. So. <laughs> So it didn't go horribly then? Uh, it didn't go horribly, but someone discovered Corrin Horn on the internet. <laughs> and... Oh God! When your first, when your first new gamer yeah, friend double finds... activation when you're first playing it, Jesus. Yeah, and um, we were all like, "This does not feel right," um, but it is perfectly fine. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, Red, yeah, on that friend's netlist. <sighs> yeah. No. Well, well, he, he said maybe I'll put. It, after the second game, after saying that turrets were the most broken thing in the game, he was saying, and that his thing was like only, you know, a little bit broken. Uh, I, I am going to have to dive in here just quickly. Bear with me. Um, if you do feel the need to field uh, three hawks with twin laser turrets against him, just you know, do that because that's <laughs> hilarious. No, um, he already he already got annoyed. He he destroyed. Because um, the first one I got was the Outrider, uh, the first one with turrets. Yeah. And I shot down, I shot down two or three Tie Fighters, but one of them finally finished me off. And I was like, I mean, yes, I can shoot, and that negates the need to actually position. But I'm only rolling two dice, and I have none. I had none of the weapon buffs because we were playing a low point game. So it was. Um, what's the point? What's that, sir? What's the point? Indeed. Well, we. I had, I had that, and they had these. The core set, so... No, I mean, what, what, what was the point value? What was the... Oh, what was the point value? It was just the literal point value of the ship and one upgrade, I think it was. <laughs> what was the point? dying. Uh, what was the point? I, I, I'm out. Oh, I'm Mike, sorry, Ben. I'm sorry. Mike, you're next. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's always hilarious. <sighs> oh, is it me? Was, How good. What, what was the point, then? <laughs> Uh, okay, I've been sat here for part of the uh, recording, making a Stormclad, one of the new plastic kits. Um, it's it, it's interesting so far. I am, however, confronted with one, two, five sprues worth of bits and actual instructions, which for a PP model just seems weird. Ooh, okay. Um, Necess- necessary instructions? Uh, yes. Yes, actually. Um... They are they are actually decently good instructions. All I will say, all the parts on the sprues are numbered, so you can't confuse them with anything else. Uh, it definitely delineates, you know, which bits are stormclad and which bits are reliant. Um, but it is a, a, a very easy to fit together model, and yeah, it's just a lot of bits. Um, I will say there's a couple of points where there's um, awkward points to file away and cut out, but you know that that happens with it. Um, yeah, it's, it's been. It's been good so far. Um, it, it does go against my current trend of playing Mercs, though. Um, I say current. Only had one game since uh, January. Well, one tournament since January, uh, which was at Bristol the other week, which was very fun. And I came second because with me. You pat your power gamed your way to three and one with <laughs> yeah. Mercs. Yeah. Yes, McBain and Ashlyn. Oh come on, Ashlyn, that feat so broke. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, utterly bonkers and broken. Um, but McBain. Oh, and actually, uh, sorry and, and, and to interrupt let's you. Not forget the worst sorry to interrupt you, but I'm going to interrupt you, Mike. <laughs> You're not sorry at all. I'm not sorry, and I'm going to continually interrupt you until you let me speak. Um, I actually picked up the uh, convention exclusive Ashlyn at uh, Smogcon. 
Oh, that's not what I was going to say. She's very okay. nice, though. I find it interesting that um, this Uber at Broken Ashlyn was first appeared the first issue of No Quarter. This is still kind of quite interesting that it's regards as still pretty bent. Yeah, but she wasn't yeah. in the current iteration in that uh, No Quarter. I'm pretty sure not Mark one. Yeah, but the feet was very, very similar, though. Check you trying to show out how long you've been playing the game for. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Ashley <laughs> hasn't undergone a lot of changes since her uh, her, her feet did change, but the essence of what it does is the same. It might actually be exactly the same, I think, about it. I'm about to go and get the explanation out. Essence of feet. Yeah, it's essence. <laughs> it's like essence of vanilla. The wording has been simplified, but the effect is pretty much the same, I remember. Mm. The uh, only thing I wish would change about Ashton is I wish she was focused seven. Oh. What is she looking just because that feat would then annoy so many more people. <laughs> <laughs> or you had like a a jerry-rigged squire. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There you go. No, it, in, in Mercs, if you're going to have any new models, it's got to be the Arc Node for everyone. I'm fed up of just having a Magnus. Arc Nodes for days. Because things like Distraction with an Arc Node. Well, you do also oh, play Kador. The other faction without an arc node. That's got an arc node? What do you mean? It's got Old Witch. That's and it. there's a cover 3. Uh, what? Sorry? Oh, it's a cover 3. There's yeah, a cover uh, 2, rather. The cover it... 3 might be a bit ahead of myself. Oh, my God. If there is a cover 3, that would be amazing. Everything is awesome. No. Not for that shit. <laughs> I don't actually know what that's from. Like a movie. That's both good and bad, Bench. Okay. I just heard it. So, yeah. But, yes. Building a Stormclad. Being to a tournament. Came second. Yay. Woo-woo! Well didn't your last tournament you come, like, first or second? Didn't you have a certificate uh, waving around as well? I was third in my last one. Um, I'm already qualified for the finals of the Bristol Steamroller. So. You're, fi- you're a big thing in the matter. Yeah, yes. I think I'm going to have to step my game, but it's Welsh Open if I'm going to be able to compete with uh, with Mike. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing is the best way of competing. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I'm, I'm PGing the Welsh Open, so I can't compete. Oh. And you can DQ you for being GQ It's quite funny. Oh. No way. Yeah. That's not yes, great, is it? Hilarious for those. I just thought that this means that this year you won't be able to go to the stream and take it over, Alex. It's... Oh, I will. Oh, I will. Ben, do you uh, PG? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the stream again. I have been allocated, apparently, that job again. So. <laughs> apparently that job. Apparently. He so still not, not really a job. So you were good and decided, hey... Let's get this going again. Apparently so. It, it was quite interesting juggling everything because you were doing the Twitter at the same you time. As well? Yeah, I was juggling live on stream, Twitter. Impressive. It did become very interesting when we actually got the commentary going. That was was it um, batons or fire sticks or knives or? A little bit of everything. Did you really. do any uh, Facebook work? I, I don't know if I had access. I can't remember if I had access to the Facebook. What about Google Plus? Uh, no. Bieber? Uh, is that still a thing? My the kids. The kids are down Bieber, aren't they? Kids. Do you know what is still a thing, apparently? What's that? Ask Jeeves is still a thing. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just ask.com now, but yes, it, Ask Jeeves is still a thing. Ask always existed separately. No, no, it's the same company. Yes, it did. It always existed as a separate website. Ask Jeeves was just another face of it. What happens if you didn't want to ask Jeeves, though? That was if you wanted to ask somebody else. Ask your mum. Well, I don't always think that Jeeves is the most reliable. There was always evil Jeeves. Evil Jeeves? Yeah. Well, that, that sounded awfully like evil Jews then. <laughs> wow. wow. Uh, no, there there's a version of the Ask Jeeves uh, search engine that was uh, Jeeves's evil twin. I'm not making this up. This is real. Very, very good. Creative. I like it. You go on Google and you can still visit it today. Good. Yes. So I'm painting a glacier game. <laughs> Cool. Alex, so, so. Yeah, you've been listening to Elite Cadre, the Hold on One Machine podcast that has a new temporary 
potentially probationary, potentially not coming back again host. The YTS lad, I've told you. The YTS lad. I've been Ali. I've been Mike. I've been an echo through half of this. It's not really brilliant. I've been Kurt. I've been that temporary replacement job YTS. thing. YTS! Yeah, there we go, that's it. Make some tea. Alright. Two sugars. No, oh, God, no. Say goodbye, Nick. And almond milk. Goodbye, Nick. Okay, there we go. Listen to Elite Cadre, a War Machine and Hordes podcast. Email us at elitecadrepodcast at gmail.com or find the whole team on Twitter at bit.ly forward slash elite cadre. Music provided by Martin DeBont and Symphony of Spectres. And now, in a world of perfect production and seamless transitions, we bring you the chaos that lurks beneath the surface. These are the Easter eggs. You talk amongst Cunt yourselves pills. for a bit. Cunt pills. Pills, cunt cunt. pills. Cunt pills. for what? I don't I'm confused. I'm holding a Millennium Falcon in my hand. Oh, is that what you call it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that coming myself. Oh, oh that's very good. <laughs> yeah. I call it my Millennium Falcon. Yeah, you know, dates for you. Okay, good. I'm just surprised they didn't um like bother to mould the engine. Really, it's just one big flat strip. Very depressing. What, Millennium Falcon for what? Lego Armada? No, 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 no. X-wing. X-wing. Oh, oh yeah. I thought, yeah. Uh, what do you mean? It's nice. Yeah, it's lovely. It's just the engine bit at the back. You know, the, the usually it's like it's got those it's slits flat, and it's, like it's just flat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like that's a poor attention to detail. But I got the girlfriend. Um. The tie Punisher and a tie Interceptor, I think. I always get I the. Punisher um, looks awesome. The Punisher does look awesome, yeah. and so, so does the artwork on the cards. Well, where did you find a geeky girlfriend then? Um, somewhere. <laughs> Under a box somewhere. Yeah. Well, no, she wasn't like instantly geeky. It was just like, uh, this is Star Wars. You love Star Wars. Ah, uh, I see. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, the last guy I was dating was like, yeah, she got started to get down that road, and they started drinking, and I was like, I'm not standing for that. <laughs> no, she was horrendous with strength. It was just ridiculous. Oh, we're so, live, but I'll talk about that. So, <laughs> so why no smog con, though? Um, finances and children. Uh, they are two of the banes of most people's existence. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I had children, and um, my babysitting options have fallen through, and I looked at the finances and went, oh, you're screwed. You, I couldn't, I, no. Can't afford to do that at all. Wow. Um, and last year I sold my wedding ring in order to go. You are but, shit, uh, anyway. <laughs> no, last, last, year, last year I fucked my wedding ring in order to um, uh, in order to fund it.
Um, but no, well, just was... order as well. So. Mm. Uh, you missed out. It was actually pretty good. Like, it did sound from... good. I did see such networkingness, and though I sort of, I did try and avoid it a bit. So I didn't get, I was didn't start getting all kind of. Arr, 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 but, um, yeah. Awesome. The bit that was a bit disappointing was the lack of sort of keynote or I mean was there were the comic exclusives. I went on, on Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah. Um we didn't get many games in. I think most people just wanted to set it up throughout the day so okay. that there wasn't much to do in the evening. Yeah, yeah. The, the I think the there were a lot of new people which was good, which is the good thing. And or I think a lot, what's that, sorry? Do you mean new PGs or new players in general? New new players in general. Just like um there are a lot of people that I haven't seen across like the meta. That's gotta be I mean, I think it's gotta be a difficult um crowd not crowd to break into as such now, but I mean even if five hundred people I would expect to know two hundred people at least. And uh, yeah, if you put not even, not by first name, but definitely by I've seen that guy at a tournament. Okay. Yeah. You you would definitely know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I did know. I know a lot of people. Yeah. I did. I don't know. Just social and to remember people quite well. But um, it's I think that environment where you sort of see a lot of people knowing each other. That's got to be a bit daunting to walk into. I thought. Well, there's a couple. Of, there's a couple of that still just go and like they literally find it so difficult to find or pluck up the courage to ask people for games or they don't yeah. look like they make friends during those games. They just yeah, play yeah. for the points. And there were definitely a couple of those people that I recognised from the first year as well. So, but they're your classic, you know, nerd. Yeah. I mean, it is a very social environment, and people did start getting, and, you know, there are people saying, you know, this was amazing. But it's still, like, that distinctive split between the comp players who keep themselves players, yeah. and then those people that go for the experience. There's a, there's a very, it's a very small overlap, isn't it? The overlap's fairly, it's fairly minimal. Um, yeah. The, there is a distinct separation, but the number of people who cross that boundary are quite small, aren't they? There are. But it seems that more people are interested in the casual play and the casual sort of steamrollers, and that is a lot better because I think last year it was kind of killing it when, you know, when the hyper-competitive strain... Greetings once more! Cold. Oh, God, dear God. Sorry, I've finished doing my bandages now, so, you know. Mm. Good. Well, the rumours of your demise are um, purely Accurate, rumor. accurate. <laughs> <laughs> well, given today was my first day back at work, and I haven't been there since uh, January 29th. Mm. Excuse me, I just need to bundle up some medical waste now. Mm. Oh, lovely. Um, yeah. What was it that you ate, anyway? <laughs> what? <laughs> How dare you? What was it that you ate that did your leg in? Now, the, um, the inside of my leg decided to rebel. Um... Spontaneously? Yes. Um, I woke up one morning and um, I felt like I'd been kicked in the shin. Not in a good way. And three days later, I was in hospital uh, with my leg pouring with fluid. Um, and it got nastier from there. No. Yeah. At that point, I'd already gone to the doctors and said, what's wrong with it? And they said, hmm, have you had cellulitis before? Oh. Yes. Um, basically, the, the underneath layer of my leg died. Um, oh my god! Yes. Are you, wait, are you tech? Are you technically a necromancer? N- no. 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 If you could animate it, he would be. <laughs> I've got the awesome hair to sort of stand on top of some sort of mountain and cast spells or something. You really Which, have, yeah. Shoot lightning from fingers, resurrect horde. I actually, use my hair. <laughs> I have lots of them all over the house. None of them for my own hair. <laughs> I thought you had short hair. I do have very short hair. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of hair bands and hair ties all over the house. Yeah. I also so, have two. I also have two daughters. So, okay. Does that look more respectable for you? Much. Thank so, you. do finances permit your either attendance at the UK Games Expo and/or 
No. The lock load outpost. I've got solid children Expert every dead. weekend from last September through to July. Yeah. So no, yeah. I'm doing nothing this year until maybe the summer. Mm. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Um, no, I'm looking. And the Welsh Open looks awesome as well from one stuff Martin's posting. But I'm gutted. I can't do that again. I can't do that again this year, unfortunately. Also. I kind of feel like I've forgotten how to play War Machine because it's just no, it's just frightening. Mm. I thought a tournament were... again, and big one now would be a bit like, oh, I'm just gonna die. I thought you were still quite active. Mr. Thought... Dean says he does want you to uh, play more often. He does yes. I think I've seen more than you these days. Uh, possibly. When, when did you last play that? Uh, maybe January. Uh, that's not too bad. And then what's well, so the one game in January? Previous game October. <laughs> All right, that's pretty bad. I, Dean thought, Mullen. Uh, I mean, I know Mike recently wrapped up to Bristol and murdered everyone there with Mercs apparently. Yeah, no, that was tempting. No, no, I didn't murder everyone. Murdered three or four. Yeah, I came second. Yeah. yeah. Graham Keane beat me. And he, he beat me fair and square as well. Why <laughs> <laughs> did nobody else ever beat you? The only thing that really got my goat about that game was the fact that um, if I had rolled anything more than a three for the damage roll for the... I've heard him say this kind of shit before. Pardon? I've heard kind of shit before. I only need sevens. I need sevens. I couldn't roll sevens. Oh, I couldn't roll fucking this, this, sevens. This was a four. If I'd rolled four plus on 2d6, then the phoenix that killed me wouldn't have been in the game. Um... Unfortunately, I just had a galleon standing out in the middle of nowhere going, I've got focus and no guns left. Oh, crap. Good. What happens if it had guns left and no focus? Guns left and no focus, I could at least have shot the thing. Um, but it had already sort of softened the Phoenix up with the Power 13 guns. Mm. Uh, and I hit with the, the with the Power 15 one. Great. Four plus to damage and drag it in. And then I can just jackhammer it down. Double one. <laughs> nice. And... And then we had a uh, a Ron um, feet turn, which involved one Phoenix trampling over Alexia and her skeletons to arc, force hammering to me to slam McBain into a wall. Then the other Phoenix uh, trampling over the other side to hit and knock down McBain, who toughed, um, and then hit him again to kill him. Sad mm. times. Good. Good game though. Um, just kind of got outplayed. Good. Good tournament as well, actually. Yeah, um, it looks it. I, that was what I was. I was um, contemplating trying to attend, but no. Although I'm, I'm getting a reputation for going to time every single round. Oh God, I hate that. Uh, don't do that. The first no game by running a single Kayazi into a zone to block my opponent's scoring. Which, which which they loved. Um, the second game, I went 3-0 on CPs by basically just walking boom howlers in front of the guy's warjacks and going, no, you can't trample over medium bases. Yeah. Which I'm sure as a troll player, you love as well. I just forget that troubling exists because I've, I've always got them. Troubling's never a concern. Then I played him against uh, Tim Martin. Oh, yeah. Um, where I won by virtue of um, having a colossal in the zone. It was completely tied to went to. Okay, let's see what we got. Hmm. I've got a colossal in the zone. You've got nothing. Oh. So that'll be uh, 38 points worth of models for me. What you got left? Oh, not enough. Oh, that's a shame. Never mind. Merry Christmas. Yeah. yeah I've done that. I've kind of done that repeatedly the last two events. I beat Richard Dean in a game I had no business winning by one control point. I'm sure he would argue that I win the games I win. I have no business winning. Not that I've beaten him in quite a while. I don't think actually. He's playing Haley 3 at the moment, and she is... I know, I've played it. It's horrible. Oh. I was like, so what does he do? And you read it, and you go, right, I got that. And then he does it, and you're like, your defence is like 17 for everything. Yep. Permanently. Yep. But, 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 but what's his bill at the moment? Like, what's in it? Lots it's got Davin, Blythe, and Bull. Yeah, what? lots of jack, yeah. Um, and, else? and the electric heavy, what's that called? Oh, um, yes, another one. Reliant. And, um, and, the, um, yeah, yeah. and the other one, the, oh, the Morrowind jack. 
Yep, Gallant. Gallant and, yeah. Because the thing is, when you've got a shield guard that's sitting inside that bubble and you go, yep, that Warjack is death 15. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know what to do about that. No, I'm there with you on that. What the hell do you do about it? Hmm. Panic, run screaming, call your mum. Any of those, all of them. Really? Throw getting, something at it from the distance. I'm getting ideas now. It's insane. Death 13 to death 15 jack and, and with shield guard and immune electricity jacks and oh my god. And he doesn't play the cloud wall. Nope. What, no trenches? Nope. nope. It is an expensive cloud wall. It is a horrible, horrible list to play against. I mean, well, uh, full marks to him for actually getting something that evil off the ground. That's frightening. <laughs> you can hit it. If you can hit it, you can't damage it. Yeah. All you can do is graze it now and then. And then if you do hit it, it shield guards it. Yeah. Has it got an arc node? Uh, nope. No, I don't think so. It doesn't need one. Oh, no, it does. It does have a lancer. Or is it full? Uh, um, did it? Okay. Yes, you're right. Yeah, it doesn't it need one then, does it? Doesn't need, the, um... it? doesn't need a fucking art node because it's got the two. It's got the two shadow versions out front all the time, and you go. I could put a lot of effort into killing one of them, and then it goes back next turn. Hmm. It comes back next turn, but it can't do anything. True. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it just sits there with its focus, incorporeal. The problem, well, the problem with a lot of those lists is um, uh, rec- recursion. If it's got Alexia, then it can be even more of a problem. I'm really going off Alexia. I'm mm-hmm. just finding she dies horribly in every game I play. I had more mm-hmm. fun with Epic Alexia. Hello, Alex. Hello. Hello, Alexia. Hello. Are we live? Yes. Oh. Hello. Hence why well, there's a stop broadcast button at the bottom for me. Well, and it says live. Oh, yes, it does say live. Like you be quiet. So I'm going to put my... Uh, Pants on. Can you hear me now? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. You. Can't hear you now, though. No, I'm eating food, so I'm, I'm mute. Really People are complaining. I'm about to drink. <laughs> so how's the uh, peg leg mic? Uh, a lot better than it was, but not particularly good after a day at work. Um, I yeah, they, I mean, they, they've done their best. They've tried to get something for me to put my leg up on at work. Um, What's but her name? It, pardon? <laughs> what was her name? Is that bad? Oh, that was quite bad, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Um, no, they gave me a stool, but it's, it's actually Ooh, I'm sorry. That's that I nice. can't fit my foot normally between it and the desk. Um, so that's been an interesting journey of discovery um and i've walked back into kind of being told ah yes you were on our new product team um can you just wrap that up so you can move on to the one that's in development like oh okay so i'm being trusted with um hitachi data systems newest latest and greatest technology shiny oh very shiny i get to be involved in development from the ground up Wow. Is it a Bioroid by any chance? No, it's not a Bioroid. Oh, damn it. Uh, it's still going to be some form of NAS. Yeah, storage, yeah. Because... Not sad. No, we kind oh. of... We're in the borderline between the two. Uh, okay, we can... I, I know that it's pointless to have this debate, but we can have a debate about how you can't be... But then you, you can have sands that are integrated into your into your land, I suppose, can't you? So that's kind of what you're talking we, about. We have kit that we. I think I think it's sane to separate your sand properly from the rest of your network. But there it, are schools of thought where you integrate it. It's faster. In essence, we have modules that click into our hardware that change it between the two. Nice. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay, that makes sense. I can see that. Yeah, that um, makes sense from a marketing and production point of view as well. Yeah, but we, the area I'm in, deals with turning what is essentially a block storage device into a file storage device. Okay, cool. If you, want, if you ever want to look at what we do, um, uh, trying to think of the commercial name for it, I think it's the Hitachi VSP. Oh, okay. Internally, they're known as Mercury's or. Uh, I have Mercury. talked to I have talked to Hitachi at various shows about their solutions and things before. I'm not buying one. I've just talked. To them. I talked to them in order to get the free little plasticky robot doll thing, and then go. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> they are very expensive. Oh, by the way, can I have a sweet? Thanks. Bye! You've got your beer? No? Oh, for? It's for stealing toys, lightsabers, um, oh, any number of booze, alcohol. Infosec is about booze. It was last year. 
so much alcohol. Yeah, I know. We we have um, an IT salesperson in the house, and uh, they have become very accustomed to uh, the large amounts of booze that get uh, taken at these places. It's amazing. Well, Infosec went from having a happy hour in the middle of the day in the afternoon to lunchtime on Tuesday on the first day. Suddenly there were bars. In, on stands, there was, on the, and on the Wednesday when you expect a few bottles of beer, there were cocktail bars suddenly appeared, going, oh, it's like uh, gin cocktail, yes please. Oh. <laughs> it was nuts. I wonder if it'll do that again this year. Danger, Will Robinson. I didn't want any yeah. beer on this last day. They were going, do you want a beer? I was like, no, I'm beered out, mate. Sorry, I don't want. I'm not interested. So, should we talk podcast things? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, you want to? I mean, you know, whatever. What we're here for? Is it? Kind of. Oh, I yes. thought this was the WI meeting. Has anybody um seen the? Uh, <laughs> Have you ever seen the previews of the Nerf guns that come out this year? <laughs> no. <laughs> they look fucking awesome. Are they? Yeah. Making big, massive thing called the Mastodon that's a big, battery-powered, auto- fully automatic mega. It's a big darts, fully automatic, um, the big mega darts. Amazing. It's huge, bigger than my children, I think. It's sort of, that's very exciting. Crikey, that's a big bugger. <laughs> if you look it up. How yeah, it's got a shoulder strap and a strap and a top handle. It's enormous. It's just great. And the tri-strike. The, the one thing I really want is the tri-strike coming out in September, I expect. I kind of feel the need to just buy one of those, take it to the office, just find my line manager and start shooting him with it. Yeah, it's great. The tri-strike's the bit I like because it, it's a, a bit of a, a nod back to an old um, an old gun, that, but they've, they've just changed it massively. It used to be, it's like the long strike, but they've just changed it entirely. The front gun, instead of just being a useless one shot, it's got four mega darts in the front gun and you've got a massive clip-fed system in the middle. And this, this range is really you a nerd, isn't it? I am a bit, I'm quietly on the side. I get carried away. And I shoot children with it. It's great. They, until they cry. <laughs> We get, we get to my mum's house, which is quite big, and I end up stalking the children around my mum's house with Nerf guns. It's great. They've got them as well. They shoot back. Or oh, somebody ends up crying. That's weird. That block's crying back. Yeah, if I'm watching anything on YouTube, it's usually Nerf videos. Um, are you sure you're not watching the Champions League football that's going on tonight? Fairly certain I'm not watching that. Uh, I am also fairly certain I'm not watching that. What's uh, the football? I'll probably be watching the rugby at the weekend, though. I missed it this weekend, though, unfortunately. The England-Wales game I wanted to watch. I missed it. Uh, apparently, we nearly threw it away. I bet we did. We nearly threw everything away, but because we won it, we've got a really good chance the whole thing. I know. Grand Slam. Well, even well, even without the Grand Slam, we've got a really good chance of just winning. We've won it already. Uh, yeah, we have. Just Scotland beat already. France. France were the only ones who could actually beat us. But Scotland beat France on the Sunday. Um, so and the I last game of the won. whole thing is us versus France, isn't it? Yeah. So if France would have won, that could have been a decider. But oh, okay. it, it's not. So. Oh, oh so it's Grand Slam potential. France are not playing at their best. No. Uh, no. He lost to Italy, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I can't help but feel that there's a slightly patronising line of these Nerf guns. There's what? Right, the Nerf Rebel. Yes. Well, you see, there's, there's a big... There's a mixed opinion on Nerf Rebel online, where some people think it's really patronising and, and sexist to, to, to market to two girls, and yet being a father of two girls, they fucking love it. <laughs> they want... They, they You're just strengthening like, the patriarchy, Kurt. Well, <laughs> Lego. Lego brought out girls' Lego, and some people think Lego friends. Exactly, they think that's patronising, but and that Lego was unisex. It wasn't unisex. It was a boys' toy that girls sometimes played with. And Nerf was the same. You bring out girls' Nerf guns, girls will play with them, will buy them, and play with them. It's a point. I'm not going to argue with it because you're the one. Might be a good one, but it's a point. They, they like Nerf, Nerf Rebel. They do a lot. They like it. They like it a lot. They do, especially the secret handbag guns that unfold into little um. Also, I'm sorry, but the Chewbacca, uh, the Chewbacca Bowcaster looks nothing like... Oh, that's appalling. That, I, just, I don't like that at all. The, um, the proper Stormtrooper gun's good. They've got one of those. He's always called the Nerf proper Stormtrooper gun. There's a, there's a Stormtrooper Nerf gun, yeah, I've got it upstairs. And, and you can buy Walking Dead darts. Walking Dead darts? Where you can buy... Um... I want some Walking Dead Nerf guns as well. 
Do you mean um, zombie strike? No. No, oh. they are the Walking Dead Nerf guns. Oh, but they're not Nerf, are they? The Walking Dead Double Shot, the Walking yeah, Dead not... M16, the Walking Dead Revolver, and the yeah, Walking Dead Revolver. Yeah. Oh, come on, mate. Nerf or nothing. I'm on nerf.wikia.com. They're not made by Hasbro. Well, it's on the page of. Oh, I got uh, Busby. Yeah. I can't remember who it was made by, but. I remember seeing the stuff from the... Um, yeah, this does include some competitive products. And it will find Nerf cards and stuff. It even includes Nerf Super Soaker. Yeah, they do say, yeah Nerf bought... Hasbro bought Super Soaker the whole lot. Yeah, but Super now. Soakers are shite now. Are they? <laughs> yeah, they're nowhere near what they used to be. They're nowhere near, like, the, the they, pressure They don't watches. have the big plastic bottles anymore, do they? No, no. They, I mean, there's, like, Raph's got one that's... Um, I think the one he's got is, like, a, a double-barrel shotgun, but basically you just fill it with water and then you pump it, and as you pump it, it squirts water out. And it's quite powerful, don't get me wrong. Um, but then there's another one that is... Um, it's got an extra wide hole for the fill cut, so you can put ice in it, yeah. so you can shoot people with icy water. Okay, cool. Way to be a dick. Uh, Sounds good. Yeah, uh, that's, that has a lot of appeal. Um, but yeah, so they're they're, they're not they're not the like I say the, the the strength of pressure washers like they used to be. Unfortunately, they were good. <laughs> those. The strength Ooh. that could take skin off. Well, that's it. Rip your skin off. That's what you wanted. Overpressure it. Have a water gun fight. They said it'd be fun. They said third degree no, burns. They it, said. No, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's a I'm sure there's a modding community for it. Like there's a modding community for Nerf. Yeah. There is. I'm not. Yeah, there is. I've not come across it in detail. But Nerf modding community is awesome. They are ridiculous people. I've seen one of them melt. One of the machine guns. They just um, they do get very carried away. There's a yes, really good they one. Do. Um, one of the Australian, one of the Australian modding channels. Um, there's a, you know, the little jolt, the little single little pistol jolt things. Mm-hmm. A, a Nerf um, jolt modding guide, which is basically him smashing up, burning, melting, and generally destroying jolts. Anyway, well, I like shooting foam darts at my children. <laughs> I like shooting foam darts at your it children. It takes so much stress from parenting, doesn't it? It does. I don't like to shoot foam darts at your children, Kurt. You should. Yeah. I suppose we should check if there's some kind of news as well. Um, there's a few new things on PP site. American football it's helmet pens. Considering it's been quite a while, it's not a massive amount. Should we just not go through the new release? I know we've been through that blind walker before. Yeah. Rock, rocks, but rock and bloke throw, what's it called, overseer. Mobius. Uh, Mobius. Mobius. Yes, the one um, that can be included in mercenaries, and people have gone, ooh. The flame guard duder, he wasn't around before. Oh, Paris. Yep, and Sepultura Crick's thing wasn't around either, was it? Splatterball, Battle Ball, and the Resculpted Yeah, we did talk about that, but not into the pictures, did we? Battlefield Accessory mm-hmm. Forward Trenches. Really I was ignoring the Forward Trenches templates. Is that what that's it. Forward Trenches, Battlefield Accessory. I suppose really with the Crick's thing, we need to debate if, if future Crick's jacks are going to be named after other death metal bands. Forge Master Centurion, Metal. Yeah, you know, I, I, I I don't think we need to go through all this. No. Wraith Witch, Denegra, Resculpt. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Widower's Wood nearly finished on Kickstarter. Uh, we need to discuss our patron as well. We've got a patron. What? We have now. <laughs> no, no, not not yet. Not yet. We'll, we'll set one up though. We'll be good. Oh, you mean Patreon? Yeah. Uh, I've actually stopped listening to a couple of podcasts because now instead of being a podcast, there are a group of people that talk about their Patreon and then occasionally break it up for the content I was listening for originally. What? Um, I just sit there going, you've ruined a perfectly good podcast. I've never come across that. Yeah, I, I've got a couple of podcasts that have done it. It's like, there's no point in me listening anymore. There's a lot of podcasts I used to listen to that don't exist anymore. And I think Patreon is good for keeping stuff going like that because it does... I- I think you absolutely... It, it's good, but you need to be very careful about how you use it. There needs to be a balance between how much you're mentioning your Patreon, yeah. uh, what rewards, if any, you're giving for it, because some people do extra little bits of content for it. That's fine, because it's for paying little. Um, yeah, Patreon? You need, you need that What's the difference between Patreon and Patreon? Having content. Do you know what Patreon is? 
No. It's a, a service where you can basically subscribe, yes. and whenever the said person puts out content, you are charged your subscription level, so you can say, just donate a dollar every time someone right. puts out an episode. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's oh, so it's not just bonus content, then. it's not... I assumed you were talking about bonus content. Yeah, well, so like um, Menoth John, well, the way he does it is if you're a Patreon subscriber, um, you get the pre-ramble, um, whereas non-Patreon subscribers don't get access to that. And if, um, you're a mate, you don't, if you're a mate, you don't get anything? I don't understand. Sorry? If you're his mate, you don't get anything. Don't <laughs> it's, uh, what, what it is, essentially, is they, they subscribe to premium-type content. Good. To keep your channel going, and it, yeah, Mike's right. Uh, there are like channels. I think we should have premium X-rated content. Could be a way forward. Mm. What like esport athletes? Oh yeah, like esport athletes. Yeah, definitely. Because Mike said it whenever we mentioned that word, esports athletes. He'll replace it with the word cunt. <laughs> Were you saying esports athletes? Just to be clear. Yeah, esports right. athlete. Is that like Nick? Nick? Well, no, I wouldn't go as far as saying he's an esports athlete. He's not uh, an esports I said, is it like Nick, though? No, because he's, he's an esports groupie. Right. And commentator. And commentator. Esports athlete commentator. Yes. A lot of beeps and... Um... I think we've got a lot of cunts in there. There were a lot of cunts in there. <laughs> You're listening to Elite Cadre, the whole <laughs> podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm weeping into my coat. I've been Mike. <laughs> I've been Mike. I've been Mike. <clears throat> anyway... <laughs> that was good should we, should we with talk that. about things now? Yeah, sure. Are we going to mention the giggling buffoon in the corner, or is he just going to giggle? I'm just going to giggle. Okay, you buffoon. Yes, we have like a new that. permanent-ish host. I like the. Oh, let's do. Let's do the introduction. Let's do permanent. the intro. I like permanent-ish. It's good. <clears throat> On the other side. The side. There are too many parts to this stone clad. <laughs> Why are you building a stone clad? Rely on. Because I don't own a stone clad. You don't own a stone clad. I don't know, don't care either. Right, I'm just going to go looked... and uh, grab some more food, so I'll be, uh, be right back. Yeah, I, I've looked at Reliant and gone, hmm, hmm, it's okay, but on the other hand, I'd rather have a Stormcloud. <laughs> I mean, okay, it's basically on the same chassis, and it does have a range 12 AoE 3 power 13, but on the other hand, the Stormcloud has a power 19 with reach. Hmm. And quite frankly, I like that. Yeah. Well, I don't know why I'm doing this because I'm playing Mercs at the moment. So. Well, that's the confusing bit. I'm playing Mercs and doing well with them. Yes. Change it to Kip Bryant here. Oh, no, wait. I still need to figure out what I'm doing with that McBain list. McBain. I love McBain, but. Yeah, I love McBain. Every time I get to that, like last couple of games it just seems like he goes out the window there's only one time and that was a 35 point tournament where I've just gone oh yeah I know what to do with McBain here um, you've got a Hordes caster and it's within 6 inches of McBain oh well yeah no, no. hit uh, okay no transfers and no tough have fun or not yeah admittedly that that's the one that had taken um, a triple six free strike from a a Kyazi assassin on the way through as well. I do recall that story, I feel, yeah. It was like, oh, I can't transfer to any of my beasts. They're at range right now. Oh, like, well, top. Or not, I guess. Yeah, I, I do love McBain, just purely for the ability to go, oh, I haven't killed you, Warjack. Um, Jackhammer on the Galleon? Oh, now you Warjack's dead. Okay. <laughs> you spend three focus and it's just staying there. It's like, oh, I need that Warjack gone. I haven't got to the point of doing the run with the galleon and then jackhammer something to death yet. Just hasn't come off. Right, when's the last one It's around the 10th of June, I think, around that time. Well, if I have a look in my email, I have the email from Pete Buxton about it. Have you um, played any Ostrom yet, Mike? No. No, fair enough. I do own an Ostrom. Do you own an Earthbreaker, though? Yes, it's just in pieces. Not in a good way. No. You should... Uh... 
to do effective things. Ah, there we go. June 10th to 12th. Hmm. Intriguing. What, um, do you know offhand what ticket prices are for that? Pardon? Do you know what the ticket price is for that? No. <sighs> I do not believe it has been announced yet. No. Um, I'm pretty sure I could find out, but I'm pretty sure I also could not say at this point. <laughs> I, 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 I think that's the gentlest way of putting it. I'm not um, telling you. I was meant to go to a meeting about it at SmogCon. But for reasons explained, um, I was not there. Which then means that thread just evolved into Bob asking me what pins I'd like. <laughs> not a bad thread, really. No, no, because he then sent me a massive envelope full of them. Wow. Like, here you go, here's all the pins. So that, that's why the front of my bag is now full. Because yeah, he had lots of points. Uh, yes. Let's go with that. <laughs> My understanding is that you're not allowed to spend points on pins. Oh, dear. That was my understanding as well. I, I, I will tell you now, I definitely did not spend points on pins. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. I'm trying, have, have you seen the photo of the bag? Yeah. It, the bag is looking very nice. Are we going to see a picture, Mike? Oh, I did just try to paste one, and it's just gone. <laughs> Where's everything? Uh, yeah, I right-clicked in the chat window, and it minimised the window for some reason. Cool IT. There you go. It's in the chat. Now, you may notice some non-privateer press ones in that collection. That link didn't work, why not? Is it Disney? Is it Disney? No. Oh, oh, Warcraft. Yep. Oh, well, link doesn't work, why is that? It does work. And apparently a big fan of Dennis the Menace. Just the Beano in general. Mm. I don't know why that's not working. And I don't know what that pixelated thing is at the end. Uh, that, is the, that is the icon, well, the mascot for Minamicon um, down in Southampton. Holy moly, that's a lot. My, uh, you, may notice, you may notice a general running theme with them. Most My bad looking slightly respectable with pins. Oh, as well, I didn't realise... Um, oh, Google Hangouts has crashed. That's nice. Um, I didn't realise... You know the uh, UK Nationals pin? Yeah. That's had a rewording and is now the Masters pin. Yes, I've seen that. <laughs> but I've also seen a few UK National pins kicking around in uh, Bob's bag of bits, I think. Well, Bob um, gave me a second one of those Schwarz's two on that bag. <laughs> I've seen them go on eBay for a bit of money because mad Americans want it. So, so if, I, if I ever really want, you know, that, that, that next bag of meth, I can always sell a UK Nationals pin. If you want a, a down payment on a house, yeah, that UK Nationals could definitely solidify about three quarters of that. I'm sorry, who... who, who? <laughs> Is someone eating a giant box Not of cornflakes? Not me. <laughs> no, um, that's... it's just one giant cornflake. <laughs> That might be me. I'm getting some ice out of the freezer. I do apologise. Uh, I've heard of most Literally the worst. <laughs> literally the worst. Possibly even literally Hitler. Could quite possibly literally be Hitler. By the way, I, I am quite looking forward to receiving my new uh, board game, Secret Hitler. Oh, I want to play that. Is that about Donald Trump? No. Oh, you no. can make it about Donald Trump. Uh. Essentially, it's a game in which you're trying not to make Hitler counterpart. You're trying to make Hitler the what? Not sorry, what? what, what? You're oh, trying sorry. to not make Hitler the Chancellor of um, wherever you're playing, essentially. It's kind of like who? Oh. Werewolf is the best example. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh okay, I know what you mean. I know how werewolf works. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a very interesting game from what I've seen, and I've plumped for the deluxe edition off the Kickstarter, and um, I'm quite looking forward to it. I'm not, I'm trying to avoid Kickstarter. I bought too many last year. And you're I still mean, waiting for them. No, no, I have. I'm besieged. I haven't played besieged yet. That is rather good. Um, oh, and it's really compatible with that play. The computer game where you build your own siege engines. No, it is a castle defence game. Oh, okay. So you have a castle in the middle, and waves and waves of bad guys come in from four different directions, and you you move around the middle. In a kind of the nearest thing I can think about is is your castle is a bit like Battlestar Galactica. You move to different rooms to activate different things and different activate different stuff. That sounds a bit like a more detailed version of Castle Panic. 
Uh, I have seen that at shows, so yeah, probably kind of similar. So it's it's I've got Black Plague as well, and the main core here is a fully compatible Black Plague, which is quite nice. So it's the same uh, people as um, Zombie Side. Um, who are we doing for spinning out, by the way? Uh, Benji's doing it. Benji's choice. What? Did, did I literally get chosen to do that? Did you that, did you? I don't mind doing it, but let Benji choose. Benji can do it if he wants to. No, no, I'll choose because I was not. You have prepared. to choose someone. You only get you only get one choice, but you have to choose someone we haven't done. Okay. You have to get it right the first time. To get it right the first time. Then you yeah. may live. Yeah. You're hazing. Oh dear. Um, fine. I will go with. Don't suck up and say a troll. That's not gonna work. I wasn't gonna do that. Uh, I was gonna do actually. Let's let's. Who did who did we who did who did we? Play? Um, I was gonna go with uh Venethrax. Yeah, he's not staying, is he? Damn. I think we've done him. Have we? I think so. I'm not sure. To the spreadsheet, Mike. It don't work. Where's the what? spreadsheet theme music? Where's the spreadsheet theme music? It's missing about 12 casters. <laughs> oh dear, you didn't save it last time. I, I tried to fix it and it just got very mangled and then my computer crashed. I'm not a sysadmin anymore. Working, I'm not a sysadmin anymore. I don't have to have a working computer. Yes, yeah, I'm not. I haven't been a sysadmin in ages. It's really a domain admin or anything. It's really. I kind of talking to somebody else recently. Went, every so often it's fine. Most of the time it's fine. Every so often it's weird. I've kind of got past that. Every day it's weird. But uh, do you know what? I just use a Mac instead. I'm not doing that. It's nice. Mac and a telephone. That's it. <laughs> I even, went out, that, I I even went out and spent money on a new iPhone as well. Yeah. Apple got, through and through. Yeah, I have an iPhone for work because I'm finally getting. Uh, cutting Blackberry loose, going. All right, I give up. Ah, uh, you're finally giving up your phone from 1998. Just fine. No, we've got new ones and stuff, but they're just it's just disappointing now. It's not what they were. Blackberry. Yeah, well, I was trying to hold on by the dear life to. Instead, you could have all of the phone. What do you mean, iPhone? Uh, I've got the 6s Plus. Oh God, I've got the six. Fabulous. I've got a 6s for work. It's nice. I like it a lot, but I don't want a plus. I've kind of gotten used to it. I'm one of those people that used a. Uh, a note when they first came out I kind of went through that oh the the, 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 the giant sized Samsung. Samsung well yeah but that's the same size as that thing now yeah but at the time it was giant it was we did look giant on me obviously well no you're the world's tallest wargamer uh, second tall uh, second tallest wargamer rather. second uh, something's probably uh, some upstarts probably taller than me now as well yeah Torbjorn Hansen that's the world's tallest wargamer something about that Hansen the little mark he's amazing yes <laughs> see that always raises a tit oh it's so cute <laughs> So, come on, what cast are we doing? I, I already stabbed and failed, apparently. We'll do Venifact. So. Do Venifact. Yeah. There we go. Bag's not high. Bag's not high. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. I just need to finish eating then and we'll come back. So. No, we definitely haven't done Venifact. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Suck I, it, I'm actually going to open the window because it's getting bloody warm in here. <laughs> are you really telling me to suck it? No, no, because you're you hurt well. me. You did you're well. You hurt me. You did well. Okay. You're not going to see me for a while. You can get away with anything at the moment. <laughs> I really have no weekends free to go gaming or anything for ages, so you're fine. Although I am, I am actually painting right now, so you know. I am. What are you painting? Uh, we'll leave that for later. Oh yeah. You never guess. You can that. guess what I'm painting. You don't get that right as well. Probably not. Kill ball. Ah, oh, see, clever. Isn't it? No, that involves sport, as you well know. Sport ball. No. <laughs> I'm in fact painting the 1982 Liverpool FA Cup team. Sabutio. With a roller. So I was just going with some of my vague reference in sport. <laughs> Spending three hours on King of the Glitch's hair. <laughs> Spot where I had a collection of football when I was eight years old. Mm. Won't take you long when you get to Grubble, are there? I'm already, you're already losing me. I, I peaked already. <laughs> oh, Bruce Grubbler. So, Mike, are you going to um, do some battle reports in the second half as well? No. Nope. But you went to the tournament. 
You must do battle reports. We don't do battle reports. Not after episode eight. There's 58 episodes ago, man. We do not break the rule now. <laughs> then I rolled a three, then he rolled a six. Then I rolled a four, and he rolled a two. You don't know how scarred episode eight left me. Episode eight? There is nothing worse. That our, than... Is episode eight our episode? Is, that, is episode eight our episode nine? Is it? Episode eight was Golden Troll. That was the one where oh, Nick yeah. did battle reports, I did battle reports, and you did battle reports, and I died a little inside. It was atrocious. Anyone who listened to that episode and had fun was some kind of Satanist. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't listen to 15 consecutive battle reports without wanting to slip my wrists. Apparently battle reports are the in thing now, though. Not for us. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite happy to listen to interesting topics, even when they make me angry, like the one on Crippled System, um, where they tried to uh, pretend that Blood Bowl was a bad system, because if your first action of the turn is to roll two block dice and get double skull, your turn's over. She actually didn't like that, and they actually got because she engaged, tried to engage uh, the Twitter conversation at one point. Did you see that? I didn't even mention them, and I got this massive Twitter storm while I was out. I was like, you know what, I'm not responding to that. Um... I, I would just say now that there is a way you mitigate that. You do all the stuff that doesn't involve dice first, then you go for the stuff that's most likely to work with dice, moving to the stuff that's least likely to work. But didn't they? Uh, didn't one of their own like members of the podcast get up from that and just like have to take a breather? Yeah, because it was that, dumb. Yeah. I mean, um, then again, it's similar to Infinity, I mean, really, because Infinity, in every single game of Infinity, some knobhead on a bike comes roaring down the side of the board and spends all these armies' actions to kill all your models, isn't that right? That game gets made up every single game anyway, you just can't follow it. Yeah, it's too, it's too, that game. I, I will say that, you know, Infinity, while people may love it, it is not a system for me. No, no, me, I love the Infinity. Um, because various games are made for different people, and yeah, that's why we have such a variety of games, including, why do exist? including wait for this, the world's number two war game, 40k. Eight. Wait, what's the world's number one? X -wing. Two behind what? X-Wing has actually surpassed it in sales. Really? Yes. Yeah. It's a really good game. That's because you get a lot of people who aren't war gamers playing X-Wing, isn't it? Yep. yep. If, you sell, if you can sell to Barnes & Noble in the States, and people are buying by the truckload, um, yeah. It's the whole reason GW have branched out with their hobby kits that now go to, um, well, less specialist shops. <laughs> too late, too late. Oh, dear. Are we all ready to come back? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Do you want to bring us back, then? So we're doing more Snibble, yeah? <laughs> no, <laughs> Venifrax. They're the same, aren't they? Yeah, yeah sure. So... All done. All done. We survived. <laughs> Benj, what are your thought? What are your thoughts now? Are you uh, rooting for the hills? I just have an absolute obnoxious headache tonight, so I'm sorry. Just like sorry, been, Kirk. Mm. not sorry enough. Not sorry enough. Sorry, not sorry, sorry enough. enough. I'm sorry. sorry well, not, sorry. I'm gonna hang up now because I need to be up early enough. Before you do hang up, oh. Indiana Jones Five. It was never a four though. No, I quite enjoyed Crystal Skull. Oh no, don't say that. Right, so Mike, what were you saying about hanging up? <laughs> So look, calling you from the other side of the planet. Look, 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 look. Okay. People said, oh, aliens, it's ridiculous. Really? Is it really more ridiculous than ghosts flying out no, of the lost ark? I'm not saying the plot was ridiculous. I'm just really saying it's a poor film. Having a living grail knight point out the holy grail to you. No, no. I'm not nitpicking the plot. I think it's just shit. What's this? Crystal Skull. I Admittedly, it, it, did, it, it did invent the term, which is worse than jumping the shark, which is nuke the fridge. Mm, yeah, no. It's just shit. It's just not it's not it's not I'm not picking aliens or anything. I'd forgotten about the aliens. It's just it's if shit. You, if you can ignore Sheila Buff, it's a I can't. Fine. I can't See, ignore it. I would quite like Sheila Buff to be in the next one. But I, 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 I quite... you know, jog on. 
<laughs> I quite like Shia LaBeouf, but there you go. You're me. the kind of person who keeps the Transformers movies in business. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, that's a different conversation. I quite like Transformers uh, three. Dark right, of the moon. see you, lads. Uh, it's been. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's been memorable. No, memorable. seriously.